what? You don't tell me how what? to control my emotions. How about that? Who, me? No. Fucking what? double T over here. Fucking I just don't, double T. I don't see why you would be angry. Well, maybe I just I didn't like the way you were hitting the button. Oh, I'm sorry. I mean, he's well, handsome, Kevin. Hit... He's not happy, Kevin. Yeah. I got to hit that button, then I got to toggle, and hit the other button. Oh, my God. Sure I've never heard somebody crying on. so much about hitting a fucking Nobody's button. Cr- Whoa. All right. Did you have to hit it really hard? <laughs> yeah. Did you have to no. rank all the buttons in order from 1 to 36? <laughs> 1 to 39. One it was to very 39. laborious. <laughs> I was very gentle with the button. You got three days to organize them, pal. Because <laughs> I ain't dealing with this shit next week. Don't tell me to live my life. <laughs> you all. Uh... <laughs> all right. Oh, boy. What's up? How hey. you guys doing? I'm doing great. Grand. Yeah. 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 Fantasticals. Great grand fantasticals. I love it. I love it. Everybody's looking dapper. I think I like me and Tony's shirt colors here. Yeah. It's a good scheme, I, I, yeah. You know, I like the purple. Yeah, that. I, I was looking for my Bobby Heenan t-shirt, and then I found this this, this toy fig story one. And it's, like very, it's very soft, so I enjoy wearing it. Yeah, this one's soft too, and it's kind of like snug on the guns, which is I like. Ooh, guns and uh, it was either this or the Mister Wonderful shirt, but Tito won out tonight. Nice, Tito yeah. won out tonight. How many times do you think that happened? Where Tito won out <laughs> over Mister Wonderful, like afterwards at some like CD bar where there's like Miller Lights for seventy five cents. Cause Tito looks like he could put him away. Mister Wonderful don't look like he was a beer drinker because he was so. No, Mister Wonderful looked like he was an angry drunk. Like he looked oh. like he would try oh, start yeah. to try pile driving people in the middle of the fucking tavern. Mm-hmm. Well, have you never been around a drunk uh, Spaniard? I mean, half of my family is Spaniards. <laughs> Ole, <Arriba>. yeah, that <laughs> <laughs> could be trouble. He's not wrong. <laughs> I mean, Tito's not technically a Spaniard. He's Mexican. Well, I think you meant Latin. He's from Texas. Yeah. He's from Morristown, New Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> he went to school with Tully, didn't he? Or the, at least the same school as Tully Blanchard. No, they played didn't college they? football together. Something like that. Uh, Excuse oh me. Holy God. <clears throat> no, uh, Ted DiBiase played football with uh, Tully. I think Tully. I think maybe they Tito all did. did. Too. South Texas State, something like that. Something like that. Yeah. Sounds right. Now. Look at us, oh, Santana. Arriba. Isn't that why you ended up in wrestling? Because his fucking football career flopped out? Isn't that how most of the guys end up in wrestling? He played tight end careers? for the West Texas State Buffaloes. West Texas Rednecks. The team was quarterbacked by future pro wrestling, uh, Tolly Blanchard. Yeah. Tolly Blanchard was the pretty boy quarterback with big dreams, and he didn't Tito. make it, and he fucking hated people. Tito was Tito was signed by the Chiefs, but cut during training camp due to poor performance at the forty yard forty yard dash, and he played one season for the BC Lions of the CFL. Oh yeah, all right. Was Dibiase there too, Matt? Can you confirm that that report? Ted DeBase. Ted DeBase. Ted DeBase. No, I think he was doing some charity work. Yeah. <laughs> Even back then, just giving back. Yeah. Well, so, he? isn't his kid going to prison for all that stuff? 
I I don't know. I haven't heard anything recently, but I did just recently watch like uh, Where Are They Now featuring Ted DiBiase <laughs> Jr. running his kids camp. Could have listened to our podcast like three years ago or whatever we had. <laughs> uh, he did play at West Texas State. It doesn't say if he played with those gentlemen. I think he did. Well, you could just timeline it, couldn't you? <clears throat> yeah, Matt, anyway. figure this out. Come on. Uh, this okay. is very Come important, on. Matt. I'm on it. Hold on. <laughs> Tito. Follow Tito. the time. <laughs> All right. Well, you know, you guys get two fucking laptops and then you could do this. When Ted DiBiase shit. Jr. left WWE, he took up an executive position with collegegaragesale.com, a college textbook e-commerce website. Huh. He's now the vice president of business development for One Life. Tell you what, they would probably give you a whole lot more money than what the university bought him back for. Yeah. Accurate. That's uh, why I never. That's why I never bought a book when I was in college. Really? What'd you do? Yep. What do you mean? What I do? Did you, Did you go to college? Did you go to college? Yeah. Three years. You never bought a book. Never bought one book. Did you have Even, to buy a book? Uh, I did have one course because I there was one professor that I took everything that he offered. And going into one of the courses, he knew me and he knew that I didn't buy books. And he said outright, he goes, if you don't buy the book, you will not pass the course. And he even called me out in front of the entire classroom. He's like, Kevin, I'm talking to you right now. And I said, got it. And he goes, are you going to buy the book? I said, nope. And I'm going to pass your course. So wait, what, 91%. What was... Fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> Stick it to the man. All right. I'm very impressed. But what did you do when they said, like, it's on this chapter? So, depending on what it was, you can find anything that's in the book out there. Information is at your fingertips at all time. When were you in college? 2005? Okay, so I was just out. It was a little little, little dip, more difficult back then. To oh, yeah, fine. but they were at, around that time, they were, they were starting to put a lot of stuff online already. Because I know... I know when I took the bar, they were already starting to allow people to use laptops to do the essays. And now, like, you're the odd person if you use blue books. Oh. I heard I found I have uh, have it on good authority. Tony ran around Seton Hall Law yelling, free the pussies. <laughs> Unbelievable. I don't know well, how they... he got past the bar. I, I think oh, he was starting the women's movement right there. Right? Unbelievable. <laughs> Speaking of movements, I made one before we sat down for the show. Atta boy. <laughs> oh, a grumper. A grumper. Oh, yeah, <laughs> Spoiler alert. <Great. laughs> Spoiler alert. All right. Um, uh, so it, it looks like uh, they may possibly have played together. They're the same age. They're 70 years of age. Uh, Tito started his wrestling career in 77, DeBase in 74. But I don't know. Oh, because Tito base... had Tito played a year in the CFL and he tried right. out and for I don't... the Chiefs. Right, and the base was just doing referee stuff for Mid South, so he could have been going to school, playing football, and being a referee. Yeah. That's that's yeah. Yep. All right, I've got yeah, man. With that. So you know what? So am I. I feel like I'll sleep a little bit better tonight, knowing that Tito, Tully, and Teddy B, Teddy D. All played together on the same uh, football team. Theodore Marvin Willis. Uh, that would be Ted DeBase to you guys. Three T's at West Texas State. Ah, yes. Teddy Tolly and Tito. We jotting that down? 
I can't. We got double T, now we got triple T. T's at well, we have a lot to do tonight. We have uh, the queen of the death match, friend of the show, Casey Catal, joining us shortly. We got to talk about Elimination Chamber. TNA did No Surrender, and we had a couple title changes there. Uh, AEW, we are next. Next week is Revolution. Sting's last match. People are fucking bumping cr like crazy for famousers. Um, <laughs> we got a lot to talk about there. Uh, I'm pretty sure Tony Khan took over the book at New Japan. Uh, if, if I could just speak about that for a minute, because, boy, yo, there, yo, was, yo. there was a lot of rage. There was a lot of rage in my house the last couple of days. Um, you know, this afternoon I was raging. Tony Tony, and, and HK know in the Fortnite chat, I made the mistake of trying that. <laughs> I just said no surrender, and then I got a notification from the TNA app. It said, miss no surrender. Oh, they know. It, yeah. Everybody knows. Everybody knows, man. It's Ross. He's watching. Ross can choke on a bag of baby Indian dicks. What How do you like them apples? What the fuck is wrong with you? Oh, there's a lot wrong with me, HK. <laughs> I listened to some aggressive metal while I took a shower. So I got, I'm all jacked up. Ugh. I got my C4. Oh, boy. And episode 678 coming at you next. Live, oh, no. in color, in your face, it's the Shining Wizards Wrestling Podcast. The following is a presentation of the Shining Wizards Network, broadcasting live in high-definition video and available on all podcasting and streaming platforms. Follow us on social media at Wizards Podcast. Check out our merchandise at merch.shiningwizards.com. Do your Amazon shopping at Amazon.ShiningWizards.com and become a Patreon supporter at Patreon.com slash WizardsPodcast. And now, it's time for the Shining Wizards. You're watching the Shining Wizard. You're watching the Shining Wizard. Wrestling Podcast. Wrestling Podcast. Mwah. Mwah. are tuned in live to episode 678 of the shining wizards wrestling podcast coming to you live on social media going with you wherever you go on each and every one of those streaming and podcasting platforms we're back from perth the road to wrestlemania continues so let's jump into some wrestling talk and talk about wrestling Izzy's closies crisscross tony matt 
Handsome Kevin. KJG. I didn't close my eyes, but we still did crisscross. Fellas, 678. We're in numerical um, order tonight. What was that thing you said? Izzy's closies crisscross. I never heard that before. What is that? I don't know. Izzy's closies. I was thinking crisscross because you're diagonal and the Kevins are diagonal. So it's crisscross. Oh, like you made that up. I thought that was like a like. No. (laughs) Off the top of the head. Wow. Okay. 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 (laughs) Something like. I didn't know if that was like something you said like in your youth. Well, I mean, Izzy's closies was a game, wasn't it? Maybe. I got, now I got to Google Izzy's closies. Not when I was. No, that's you. seven up, right? Heads down, thumbs up. Yeah. Oh no, yeah, seven up for sure. We used to always play seven up. <laughs> no such thing as Izzy's closies. Then where the hell did I get that from? <laughs> Perhaps in Tony's house there was. <laughs> yeah. Ah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Only when the uncle came over. <laughs> we called him Uncle Closies. Because <laughs> <laughs> he was always closing the deal. <laughs> 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 That's the name of the episode. Forget the the totally Tito. We got Izzy's Closies crisscross. No, Izzy's Closies is from a from, horror movie. No, what? No, it, actually, they did it on Married with Children. They were playing Izzy's Closies driving uh, Al's car, and they crashed it. <laughs> when we were playing Izzy's Closies, my sister put her hands over my eyes. I couldn't see. I hit the gas, and I heard a terrible crash. Kind of, you know, you are kind of into weird stuff. Yeah, a little oh. bit. There you go. <laughs> Izzy's closies. All right. Izzy's closies. Chris, Chris Cross. Izzy's yeah. closies is so funny. Uh, Chris Cross will make you. Damn. Jump. 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 Fuck yeah. All right. All right. We're make back. Daddy make you. Jump. 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 You know, one of them's dead. I don't remember which one it is, though. The Mac Daddy or the Daddy Mac. The one that wore the pants backwards. That narrows it down to two. That's right. Izzy's closies. <laughs> Flipsy-coinsies. Get out, funsies, McGunsies. <laughs> yeah, dude. Izzy's closies. Touch your toesies. Chrissy's crossy, flipsy How's everyone? Oh, your feet were on the screen for a second I there. Almost threw you up. said touch my toesies. How you guys doing this week? Great. You know, man, it was rough. I had so much to do this weekend. Oh. I had to put a list together of my favorite WrestleManias. And... Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. HK, I see you're cycling through all your hockey hats. Is that what we're doing? Uh, this is just another one that was up. I hadn't worn it yet, so I figured I'd bust it out. All right. It looks like a fresh hat. Yeah. Flyers. Fresh hat. We could have yeah, easily you got it, sent you a poop emoji hat, and you could have wore that instead of that piece of shit. Yeah. You know what? I'm not even mad at it because the Flyers lost two in a row, so and they're ahead I of the just... Devils in the Metropolitan. I saw that the Rangers blew a 10-game win streak. They did. To the Columbus Blue Jackets, who seem to have their number as of late. Yeah, but still, I mean, ten in a row—that's a—that's a pretty big fucking deal. Yeah, they had a chance for a franchise record. They decided to start their backup goalie because it was a back-to-back situation. Oh, um, yeah. Well, yeah, so that kind of sucks. I was actually at the Devils game on Sunday. Oh, nice. They, they stunk. <laughs> um, fucking piece of shit, jerk off. Hey, you <laughs> didn't go to any of the games at MetLife, did you? No, no, no chance. Really? No way. It's freezing. I'm not going out there battling that traffic and the sitting in. What? Who has Kevin? Other than you, who has fun being cold? Like, who wants to be cold? I don't want to be cold. You know? Yeah, but 
I don't know, man. It just seemed like it was a gathering. Like I knew a lot of people that went out there for the games. Like I heard the Rangers played one night, the Devils played the other night. Like so, the Devils like... play, the Devils played Saturday night. The Rangers had a Sunday afternoon game. It was Rangers Islanders at three o'clock, the most watched game in NHL history. That's a big deal, man. Or maybe of the year. I'm not sure. One of the two. And they did, and they did that same shit in Boston last year, didn't they? So they have they have what's called the outdoor stadium series. It all yeah. started with with the Winter Classic, which is the New Year's Day game. But they realized there was so much money to be made. Now they're having like a whole outdoor series where they'll have them in California, they'll have them in you know Boston, they'll have them in Canada, they'll have them uh, all over the place. So now it's a series of games that they play outside, which is really taken off, and uh, they're really fun. But yeah, so I went to the game. I went with the Dark Helmet. Oh, nice. So, yeah, he hit me up. I don't know how I was awake to see the text. It was at, like, 8 o'clock in the morning. Wow. Uh, yeah. Um, well, were you up watching the game at uh, the uh, the Perth pay-per-view? No, I was not. <laughs> um, I uh, I went to the Seton Hall game the night before with the fam. So I was sports. I was all sports out, baby. shit. Yeah, you were all geeked out at the uh, at the Prudential Center. Yeah, man. Good for you, man. Kevin outraged tonight? You got it right now. <laughs> Kevin's sports not outrage. outrage. <laughs> He's not outraged. He's having a good time. I'm feeling good, boys. Yeah, you know what? I, I've said it. I, I'm not much of a hockey fan, but seeing hockey live, it's it's a ton of fun. There's nothing like oh, it. Oh, and you know who sat like three rows behind me? Kevin Smith. Danny good DeVito. Friend of, good friend of the show, Justin Carino. Oh, fuck yeah, dude. That's People, awesome. Him, him, his wife, and the kids. Nice. That was good. Good seeing him. I haven't seen him in, I don't think I've ever hung out with him in real life other than like our live podcast, which I guess isn't really, it's still wrestling adjacent. Yeah, we were hanging out though. Yeah. It's good times. Anyway, Matt, how are you? I got oh. something in my eye. Oh, no. <laughs> Tears? I thought I bored him with my sports talk. No, I had something in my eyeball. I'm great. Um, yeah. No complaints on, on the, well, I have tons, 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 tons of complaints. Um, <laughs> In the wrestling universe, but it ha- we'll get to that a little later. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. If we, uh, if we talk. Uh, Bro, any, why do you get aggravated? Just watch wrestling and have fun. Like, what's the big deal? Tony, have you ever watched back-to-back House of Torture matches? No. Because okay, I'm not a fucking psychopath. Well, you know what? I didn't book it in that order. It just so happened to fall that way. I did uh, slowly watch, work my way through the Elimination Chamber. Yeah, I worked my way slowly through it, too. It usually takes me about 20, 25 minutes. Sorry. I watched the one sitting. This is rude. HK. Yeah. How how are you? I'm doing great, man. Doing great. How are you, HK? Long weekend. Uh, I'm doing pretty well. Doing pretty well. Did you get (laughs) bitten by the gangrel? No, man. I choked that fucker out. Whoa. Your wife sent me a weird video of you just walking around the ring, and I was, like, (laughs) expecting something to happen. But it was just you, like walking around the ring. I couldn't hear. It's because I won't. It's because I won't tell her the spots. Oh, yeah. She nothing. Ha- literally nothing happened. It's just she you was, walking. Yeah, she's asked me that a couple times. Like, how will I know when the spot is? Like, when I should record? I won't tell her. I ruin the surprise. She fucking was just K-fi- filming K-fi- her K-fi- man, checking him out, looking at his fucking package. That's that not her that he man. Wears. Her man is Kevin Rogue. JJ Rogue is a piece of shit. Uh, there might be some truth to that. Is Molly into that though? Like, does she like, like, you know, she like, she does eyes, closies, and pretends, yeah, (laughs) just do it like JJ Rogue would do it. (laughs) 
and you're like, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. She, makes, she makes you put the suit on and walk in with the Halliburton. <laughs> Milwaukee Tom standing there like a cuck. You're like, get out of here, With his Tom. fucking socks on. <laughs> oh, I got no. my socks on, Kevin. Socks, Hawaiian shirt, and the hat. <laughs> a visor. A visor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what are we going to do about this here, eh? <laughs> ah, looks like the Kanish race. <laughs> ja, ja, ja. <laughs> oh, Holy no, shit. Super, super fun show. I obviously, McWalkie came out and uh, he stayed at uh, he stayed at my place over the weekend here. And yeah, had a great time. Gangrel ended up winning both the AWF TV and World Heavyweight Champion. So he's the new he's the new champ over there. Oh wow! I didn't know he changed his name to Triple H. Yeah, there it is. Google that to make sure. Uh, Alan Day joining us. Uh, good old Jonathan. Either way, Kevin or JJ, she's disappointed. That's kind of hurtful. I'm disappointed in Tropical as a friend. Is he Tropical or Island Al? You know, both. Both. He's also Treehorn. <laughs> Puka like Shell Al. He's the Puka Pimp. <laughs> Interesting. He's the Lover Boy. You know, Asian Joe, Asian Joe is right. You tune into the Shining Wizards for wrestling talk, but then we went hockey talk and a very hard pivot to role-playing cucks. Yeah. Oh. Sometimes well, there's a hockey team means. in Vancouver called the Vancouver Cucks. <laughs> <laughs> I heard a bunch of Finnish guys I'm, are on there, too, the cocoons. I'm into wearing guy. shirts that pee pee. <laughs> Wait, what? 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 I'm, I'm into, into wearing work. shirts that pee pee. That pee pee what? It's a pee pee what? <laughs> That's what you said, man. I'm into wearing shirts that pee pee. Yeah, I don't understand. I don't, I don't get it. Either. Feces and pee pees and all this stuff. <laughs> what the fuck, dude? <laughs> you said it, not me. What a package. There it is. Oh, shit. Uh, and Tony, outside of making a list of your favorite WrestleManias. How how was everything else? Not too bogged down by the man this week? No, actually, I got to watch uh, most of the Elimination Chamber. Got to uh, uh, win some ranked matches on Fortnite on quite a streak. Uh, spent some time with the kid working on some geometry projects over the weekend. Yeah, it was Wait, good you're, times. You're still helping your kid do his fucking homework? Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. End? Parenting, shame on you, Tony. Your kid's like twenty-two. Right, He's twenty-two. Yeah, he gets a better haircut than you do too. No, he doesn't. <laughs> oh, shut up! It ain't better than mine until he fucking pays for it himself. You, <laughs> you freeloading free shithead. How do you like them apples? I asked. Tony, I asked him. I said, "You want you want to join us tonight? You want to pick on Matt?" He said, "No, I don't want to pick on Matt. Matt's good people, and here you are, just fucking throwing him under the bus. Good oh, job, yeah, champ. Because he's because it would be real normal if I was like, oh, what a stand-up young man he is, and to lie to everybody. <laughs> Come on, wow, Tony. Would wow. you consider your son a smart child? Yeah. Would he necessarily need your help? Well, let me ask you this: You guys boned up on geometry proofs? Exactly. What? Exactly. Yeah, but I'm also not taking a class on it every day. What, Are you boned up I... on geometry? What does who he me? Ge- yeah. What? It, what? What? Do I'm you a mathematician, this... sir. Recognize. All right. What, what would the proof he again? Need? Yeah, talk to me. 
proof when they when they when they give you certain information and they ask you to show a specific thing so you go through the proof and the reasoning for each part of the proof right uh, you, you you take the next step and then you have to apply the rule that applies to that step and you work your, your way through until you prove it did your it. kid uh was he on the cusp of that new math bullshit is he one of those kids? oh no he was he was when he was in grade school they were doing the um what the fuck did they even call it it wasn't new math uh, bullshit knob gobbler yes it was the knob gobbler math no, but what what the fuck did they call it? They right, had a word what, for it. What is he? But is yeah, he no, need but this this like they, in life, after two years, they geometry? put the kibosh on it. Yeah. For what? For conversations what son, like this. What is your son it's, doing? It's, it's deductive reasoning. Oh, it teaches sense. you how to work your way through 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 problems and solve issues and things like that. It has yeah. nothing really to do with the math and more to get using your brain. Yeah. To, hey, I so know what, this, so I can figure this out. Every listener, you just used, every listener just used deductive reasoning and turned off the podcast. <laughs> Thank you no, to Justin and Al, Common Core. That was it. What uh, uh, Did any of you guys learn the lattice method? No. No. Tony, you Like for adding it? and multiplying? For multiplying, yeah. So, is that like yeah. A, is that like an acronym? No. Uh. It's not like... Please excuse my dear Aunt Sally. Yeah. No, 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 no. That's what I was thinking of. Oh, Man, yeah? I, I, if I don't have a calculator, which is never now, but I always use the lattice method, and everybody looks at me like I'm fucking weird. It, I got to Google weird. this. I might know what it is, but I might know it is something different. Lattice <laughs> method multiplication. Here we go. <laughs> uh, no, this is, this is kind of weird. I'm not going to lie. That's weird. <laughs> <laughs> Justin Anderson, this week on Math Talk, how to subtract listeners. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hey, views are going up. I ain't going to lie. Yeah, they're looking for Casey. They're not looking to turn tune into the fucking math, <laughs> math Olympics over here, whatever fucking dumb bunch shit of, we're doing. Bunch it's of a mathathon. Oh, yeah, yeah we're mathletes, bro. It's a fucking dorkathon. Oh, come on. You guys know that my, my college degree is in math. You know that I was president of the math club both in high school no. and college. I mean, come on. Stinkso, maginkso. That's what this yeah, is. <laughs> Stupid. We all stink. We really do. This is Tardo Malardo. I tried to say, I, I, damn it, I tried to segue into Elimination Chamber before Casey, but then I had to... So we had to talk about Gangrel, which was warranted, and then I don't know how we got over here to fucking geometry. Wait, we, was we, your degree actually in mathematics? Is that you were yes, actually? It was. Uh, so how do you not know yeah. the fucking lattice method? Because I've never learned the lattice method. It's multiplication. Hmm. Interesting. I, I know how to multiply. I know how to long multiply. I know long multiplication. All right. I know some of the tricks. I can look at numbers and say like, okay, it's this. You know. Okay. I don't care about your ten percent. Great. Good for you, <laughs> uh, Vince. I feel. I feel fucking great. <laughs> <laughs> being called nerds in the chat that's not that's kind of hurtful i mean we're talking about fucking the lattice method and geometry you want to talk about some fucking isosceles triangles Ooh, yeah you, you, you isosceles triangle not isosceles i want to fucking isosceles my fucking mouth on a gun oh you know shit <laughs> yeah eat two shits how you like them apples? there you go <laughs> multiply that by 10 using the lattice you don't remember sokotoa for, for sine, cosine, and tangents? You don't remember side, angle, side, or angle, side, angle? No? None <laughs> of this ringing a bell? Theorem. 
CPCTC doesn't ring a bell? Come on now. CTE rings a bell. I feel like I have it having this fucking conversation. CTE rings everybody's bell that has it. Accurate. There you go. Uh, Wait, what's that? Waka, waka waka. Oh, boy. All right, we're losing them. We need more math. All right. Uh, no, no more math. No, enough, enough about the math. All right, what are we talking about? We got 10 minutes. I mean, we, there's not enough time to talk all Elimination Chamber. We could do some of these picks. Ooh. Ooh. Everybody went 5-0 and oh except for me. I went 4-1. and one. <laughs> Dick. I, no, I'm waiting. Like, I know what's going to happen. I keep picking against the Judgment Day. And the fucking one time I picked them to retain, they're going to lose the fucking tag titles. I know this is going to happen. I'm pretty sure I picked against them at the last pay-per-view. That's possible. But, but without diving too deep, because Casey's going to join us shortly, what did you guys think of the Elimination Chamber? From what I saw, it was, it was okay. It didn't wow me. It really, really? didn't. I watched the men's match because I didn't want to. I didn't want to be spoiled by watching the women first, so I, I went ahead and watched the men. I thought the men was good. I didn't think it was great. Some of the spots were good. Uh, Logan Paul's a fucking real dick, and I love it. Um, the women's title match at the end was okay too. I think my biggest pet peeve right now with Nia, she needs to fucking slow down a bit. She needs to let things fucking simmer and register. She shouldn't be like right on top of Ripley after she hits something. She's a monster. She should act like a monster. She should do something big, gloat about it, jaw jack to the crowd, or just fucking like raise her nose and get a reaction. Mm-hmm. What do you, you know? think of her jumping off that fucking chair? Oh my god! A fucking joke. She that is was. so lucky that it worked out. There's a reason why people don't do the dives directly off of ladders because there's nothing fucking holding them down. Something with wheels on the bottom? Jumping Jiminy Christmas. <laughs> that could have been really bad, but thankfully it worked out for her. But, man, that she would have been better off just climbing up on the railing. That's what I thought, She would have been. The railing wouldn't have given away, but, yeah, that was... That was mm, mm. You guys' thoughts? Yeah, I mean... I thought the show was 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 great, to be honest with you. Like I really enjoyed it. I haven't seen WWE put on a bad pay per view in forever. And if it were gonna go to this match specifically, the main event, Rhea Ripley and Nia Jax, I thought this was, and I'm pretty sure just based on what I've read, it's I'm not alone in this um, opinion that this was the best match Nia Jax has ever had. Oh, and, I agree. I agree. And and to your point, like, and I was thinking this too. It was like it kind of reminded me of like a female version of Hogan Andre. And a lot of people had that kind of same opinion. And I think in this day and age, though, like, I feel like wrestling has evolved so much that you don't necessarily, while it's still refreshing to see, like, a, a bigger character use those, like, Andre the Giant, less is more uh, tendencies. But I feel like wrestling is at a place where now even, like, the biggest, strongest uh, type characters and women need to do more to wow the crowd and get over and, and do things. Because let's be honest, Nia Jax came back from Triple H and the whole, you know, re-signing of different people that have been back. And she didn't really hit until recently. Like, the last the go-home Raw coming out, annihilating everyone in the chamber, Nia's looked as good as she's ever looked. And I, while she was never a real believable threat to win, 
in that match, if you subtracted where they were, um, what WrestleMania is going to be with uh, obviously her and Becky, you can almost feel in that moment that she had a real shot of winning this match. So I, I, I love the whole show, the men's chamber, Bobby Lashley spearing uh, Logan Paul through the, the chamber. The, the pod was great. So much. The only thing that I didn't like, which is probably done for a reason, Logan Paul didn't really, although the, I guess it was because of the finish with him and Orton, he didn't do as many Logan Pauly things that we've seen. Like, you know what I mean? Like he didn't do like the ricochet. He didn't do any like, and the only spot that he did have the cross body off the pod. You didn't, you didn't see him jump. So, yeah. I, 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 I liked the, the, um, the marker making fun of Kevin Owens writing on the inside of the pod. Yes. That was funny shit. The one, the one thing that I really didn't like about the chamber, there's only six guys in there. Why does everybody have to lay around for 20 minutes? Pair off and just go in a corner and just fire off a couple of shots at each other. You know what I'm saying? Like well, four guys just on a, on a down and out while two guys are battling. It's like, it takes away from it, man. I'm getting tired of that shit. I really am. So to me, Matt, the Elimination Chamber's kind of become like Royal Rumble light. Get in, get your spots, do your thing, and then it all depends. I, I understand what you're saying, Tony, but it all depends on how they went down. If you have like two different like sets of wrestlers doing big spots to each other, relatively close to each other, like and they're devastating to sell. They're probably just trying to sell the chamber, like how devastating the chamber is by them all being down at once. They did these two big spots, um, and I can't I can't cite specific examples, but they did these two big spots relatively close to each other so they're all down well so here's me, like here's another thing real quick when the ending was happening with logan paul claymore gets hit with an rko right or it eliminated other people with from the match with an rko right dunzo gone he turns around he gets popped with the brass knuckles and all of a sudden fucking claymore is up on his feet it's like, come on, man. He never got up on his feet, I don't know. Well, think. he got up. No, he just didn't he just crawl over and put his arm over him? No, he got up. Did he get up? You sure he got up that? and he flopped down over him. It wasn't it wasn't one of these like rolling over. And besides, it was within seconds. Even if he did just crawl over. You just got you just got hit with the RKO, bro. You're out. That's it. You know? Give it a minute. Randy got hit with brass knuckles. He's not gonna kick out. He's not kicking out. Give it an extra second or two. Crawl. Make the struggle real. You know what I'm saying? Give me something, man. I can't get too mad at that because after he eliminates the guys with the RKO, I mean, they're rolling out of the ring anyway. They're moving. So, like, it's, it's, you can get, you could still move a couple seconds after the RKO. It's proven when someone gets hit with it and, and then rolls out. Now nah, the, the RKO has always been protected, man. The RKO has always been protected. Who's ever kicked out of the RKO? At least nothing anyone was kicked out. But after you get eliminated, you still move. It's only three seconds. You still go. You still roll away. Yeah, but you see, Logan Paul was still in the cage all that time, and he got hit with the RKO because it was, the door was open because of AJ Styles. Well, no, because he got eliminated. They had to open the door oh, again no, no, to no, let him AJ out. Styles you know, because he got in through the door when someone before that was eliminated. Yes, you're right. Uh, two questions for you, Tony. Do you think you were talking about everybody being down? And I I absolutely agree with you. Do you think that that's more because of the higher work rate now where everybody does need to take a breather? You know what I mean? Like, is that do you think that's what leads to to that situation? I don't know, because, like, I think of 
even if you take it out of the Royal Rumble bubble, you look at the Elimination Chamber. Elimination Chamber is like a war games where every man's for himself. You're in, you're supposed to be in the battle of your life because you're in this you're in this ominous structure that can like ruin careers and injure people and you know X Y and Z. Pair off, go into the corner, you know, like try to get the guy, like try to rake him across the cage and he's stopping it, you know, a little something. Give yep. the people on the north side of the ring a little something to look at while you're setting up something big on the other side. You yep. can work it out where, you know, like you try to do that and then you wind up letting go of the guy and then you turn around and then you see, bam, this big spot going on behind you and everybody goes, whoa, what the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. And then the other thing is. That I don't know how many times I've seen it now. It's been multiple, but where people come in to grab somebody and take them out of the cage, and then somebody else slips in the cage. I don't like other people sliding in the cage. And and with AJ Styles, obviously, he slid in the cage. They went in there to, I think they were attending to, was it Bobby Lashley? Yes. Yes. And then all of a sudden, somebody slides in. The, stop that. Knock it off. I'm sick of people sliding into the cage when they, because it's, it's such a big giveaway. Everybody goes in to check on somebody. The door is open. Boom. Somebody's coming. You know somebody's coming in. But Did you even notice the door was open? I didn't notice the door was open. I, di I didn't notice the door was open, but I, it was an obvious that that was going to happen when all those guys go into the cage. They've, they've done that spot before. I just can't stand it. Like, keep it keep it to the guys that are supposed to be in there. And, and here's the other thing, too. Like, I get it. There's a lot of matches nowadays on both programs, on all the programs, where they all go for this no DQ so you can expect somebody to run and whatnot. I'm not even concerned about that. But if Logan Paul puts a pair of brass knuckles on his hand, the referee shouldn't just stand there and go, well, no disqualification. The referee should get up on him and go, hey, man, that's not right. You shouldn't be using that. He should at least admonish him for using a weapon. Is he going to be able to do fuck all about it? No, but he's got to try to talk the guy out of it. You know, referee's job is to make sure the weapon, Tony. I understand. Oh. No, yeah, structure's a weapon. Not anymore. Yeah. That's like a Matthew Birch just said. It. It's like a fucking right. kid's Air play quotes, set. weapon. Air quotes yeah, but, weapon. Yeah, put but, ears like, yeah, but the, the weapon is there. It's evenly. It's there to be evenly used by everybody. To Tony's point, like. Like, yeah, you have yeah. to add that element where the referee's like, what are you doing, man? You can't do that. Like, you have to. Instead of, like, he pulls it out and Corey Graves is like, oh, well, you know, it's no DQ. And it's like, yeah. well, then why yeah. doesn't everybody have fucking brass knuckles in their pants? Why? Do, yeah, why does everybody just walk in with it. things? Yeah, I would have been I would have been much happier with that spot had they done something where the referee patted Paul down, found a pair of brass knuckles, and went, oh, I got it. And then he had another pair hidden in his boot. Or, you know oh, what I mean? William Regal. Like Perfect. That. Yes. Yeah. But how many? How, that's no. Those weren't no DQ matches ninety percent of the time. Yeah, that's a good point too, KJG. That's fair. So like, why would a referee, if he knows the rules, why wouldn't he just abide by the rules and let the rules speak for themselves? Because like, he wants he... the match to be fair. That's why. I mean, like that's Matt said, job. the cage his is job, the weapon. His job is to referee a match based on the rules that were provided to him. No, well, then it goes no back rules. to our bigger point. Why doesn't everybody just walk in with a weapon then? Maybe no one thought about walking in with a Oh, weapon. come on. Randy Orton's been in eight of these goddamn things. You don't think <laughs> he looks back at any of the other seven and says, I should bring in a fucking weapon? Should have brought my fucking chainsaw. Yeah, that's all. <laughs> I mean, even Lanny Poffa would show up for these fucking brawls wearing a fucking knight's a suit of armor. I mean, come on. But, but to be fair, this is also a storytelling device advancing stories, and it's been a thing that Logan Paul has done in the past in – in regular matches. So he's been admonished before for having the brass knuckles this time around. 
you there's nothing you can do about it. That kind of emphasizes what kind of dick Logan Paul is. So if you can see can can conceal the weapon, right? Because you're not gonna walk in with a kendo stick, a fucking empty keg, whatever it is. I mean, but you could be pretty weapon. dumb to do it because then everyone would go after you so that they wouldn't get hit with the brass knucks. He concealed yeah. them. All right. Concealed weapons. I got gotcha. you. There you go. All right. We will pick up the Elimination Chamber conversation after we talk to our guest, the queen of the death matches, Miss Casey Catal. Hello, Casey. Hello. How are you? Wow. I haven't seen y'all in a minute. Yeah. Welcome back. Thanks. What's up? <laughs> now Hold on. I'm trying to move Casey to the to be the center of attention. How's that? Oh, there we go. Took Hi. me 0. 0.2 seconds to do that. What are you doing over there? You got too many <laughs> buttons you're pressing. I am the button presser. You have three days to put them in order. Good job. <laughs> Casey, how are you? I am doing well. How are you guys? Great. We're excited to have you back on the show, the queen of the death matches, and you are making your big return to GCW in a couple of weeks uh, on the shelf for seven months. How has the recovery gone? Oh, man, it sucked. <laughs> it sucked. Um, slow. It went a lot slower than I had hoped, but now I'm doing okay. I just got to continue to keep my face intact because I'm not great at that. So, uh, once I do that, will be great. Perhaps Queen of the Death Matches shouldn't be doing death matches anymore. I break my nose in regular matches too. <laughs> All right, fair. I mean, the chance of you to break your nose in a regular match seems less likely. Well, they were both. So the three time, well, only one time I broke my nose due to like a weapon or like a death match, which was a door, but like swung at me. Right. But I didn't tuck enough, so that was kind of on me. Um, the other stuff was like regular wrestling moves. Okay. Yeah. So maybe you should wear one of those protective face masks. We'll see. Oh, listen, I I really didn't want to do it. My doctor threatened me. Um, and he was like, threatened you. He was like, if you destroy your nose one more time, like, I don't know if we can save it. So protect it. And I was like, yes, sir. So, uh, nose, nose, is, nose is kind of important part of the face. Yeah, imagine like half of it goes off and they can't fix it. Like I'm gonna look nuts. So, what was the hardest part about the recovery? Ah, uh, I, honestly, I don't think people warn you enough when you're a wrestler about like the mental toll. Toll, like obviously everybody knows. Like, yeah, it's really hard and mentally it's really hard. But being on the sidelines after like. Uh, such a good come up for me and like feeling like, okay, I I have momentum and I feel comfortable and I'm getting better and I'm confident. Like that takes a lot for me to like build. And I know it takes a lot for a lot of other people to build as well. So I was all the way there and I just felt like I went from top to just, you know, rock bottom and, you know, thank God the injury wasn't worse or it wasn't like something major um, to where, you know, it would have been that much harder. Like, I can't even imagine, like, the people that are knees and shoulders and legs and everything else. So, um, yeah, the mental toll was, was rough. But um, you just got to keep reminding yourself, all right, it's not the end of the world. Get it together. You know, stop having the pity party and move on. When you when you say, like, you know, you, you're feeling the top and then you hit rock bottom, talk me through the process of building yourself back up. Because everybody has a different process. What was your process like? 
Uh, just really paying attention to more self-love and compassion, giving myself a little bit more grace. Um, I got there once, I could do it again. Um, you know, just trying to hype yourself up. Even if you don't believe it, I always say like, you know, in the morning, say one thing that you're excited about for the day, even if it's something as stupid as like, oh, you're going to wear a new shirt. And then before you go to bed, say something that you're looking forward to the next day, you know? So just like reminding yourself and being grateful for what you have and, you know, just trying to build yourself back up with grace. So how much did you actually miss, miss the actual wrestling portion of wrestling? Like actually being in the ring. Yeah. Um, so when I got back in the ring for the first time, I was like terrified. Um, and I almost like felt really fell in love with it. Um, because you know, it was so go, go, go. I never got a chance to really like take it in and be like, wow, this is really cool. I'm really enjoying what I'm doing. So being able to come back into it, I was just removed from all of that stress and chaos. And I just felt like, wow, I really love what I do. This is really like a full circle. I could just kind of be in here training, starting from the basics, you know, again, and just feeling like, wow, like I remember what I felt like when I first started and, you know, it kind of just lit a a new fire in me. Uh, The fact that you're coming back to GCW, um, what, how much does that mean to you? Because considering the, the, the ride, you've kind of, you know, watched GCW go from, uh, the tiny shows at um, the fucking what the fuck was that place? God, the arcade place. What the fuck was it called? Oh, uh, shit. Oh, god damn it! This is gonna bother me now. The compound was that it? <sighs> Brand, what was Brand? What was the uh, the GCW original place? What what do they call it? No. Okay. Never mind. He doesn't know. <laughs> We're, I'm going to look it up. Game Changer World. Thank you, oh, Danny. Okay. Russ. He just said it, and then he went like. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Game Ch- to watch them go from Game Changer World now to the Hammerstein, and now every weekend they're on Thriller. They're in Japan. They're in Vegas. They're in everywhere. Los Angeles. They're everywhere. How important is that to you to to know that you're going to make your big return under the GCW banner? Yeah, you know, when I was thinking about return, I wanted it to be really big. Um, so there was a couple things that, you know, ended up really working out. Um, the weekend that I was striving to come back or like the time frame that I wanted to come back, they were going to be in Atlantic City. Um, and that's the showboat is like one of the places where I had my very best match of my career, I would say. And I just, I love the energy there. I love the crowd there. GCW, just, there's so much life and there's so much fun and so much passion. Um, and being able to do it with John, who has been a friend, a mentor, just the best person ever to learn from um, and the most gracious. Like, it just, it was a perfect, a perfect marriage of everything. I'm just, I'm thrilled. I'm excited. I'm nervous as shit, but it's going to be great. Now you got this. Now, I don't want to get ahead of, of John Wayne Murdoch here on the 10th in Atlantic City, but mm-hmm. your last match in GCW, and, you know, for those not familiar, when she said Bran, that's her husband, oh, Brandon yes. Kirk, also pro. There might be people who don't know. You never know. Yeah. yeah. Um, the last time you were in a GCW ring, the Kirks fell to Cardona and SDL. Mm-hmm. When we conquer John uh, Wayne Murdoch on the 10th, can we can we expect a little redemption for you and Brandon against the uh, the Cardona SDL uh, camp? I hope so. 
I mean, that would be great because I, I don't know if they showed it at the end of that match because so this is like a little insider thing. I was really, really upset. So the end of the match, um, something got messed up at the end. And by accident, um, I got hit in the head with the belt like really hard in the back of the head and busted me open really bad. Um, and I was supposed to, we, we did like a, a spot with Nick Gage and I was so excited because I got to do like a special little spot with him, but because I was bleeding out and they didn't know how bad the cut was on my head that they rushed me to the back so they could stitch me up in the back. So that was really a bummer. So yeah, I would like my redemption and I would like my Nick Gage moment, please. <laughs> You know, Nick Gage, one of Tony's favorite wrestlers. Oh, it's good. Uh, very good. Very good. Good taste. T-Donk, thoughts? He's the, he's the best. He's the best. Uh, Tony. Yeah, you, you won't say He wrestled Chris Jericho to a four-star match on Dynamite. <laughs> Come on, bro. He, he had the foresight to use a pizza cutter just before the Domino's commercial. That's a fucking genius. What are you talking about? Hey. Don't fuck with him. <laughs> Any chance I get to throw Tony under the bus. <laughs> you love it, dude. You love it. You know what else I love, Man. by the way? I love the BB-8 sweatshirt. Ooh. I had to say that. That's awesome. Thank you. It's like a, I think it's a little boy's, like, kid sweatshirt, but I, I think it glows in the dark, too. It fits you well. Thank you. Well, well you now that I made things in... awkward, back to you, No, you, th you, think it glows, <laughs> you think it glows in the dark? Have we tested this out? Um... I think it once glued, uh, used to glow in the dark, but I don't know about it anymore. I think I like probably washed it too much because it doesn't look super like radiant from here. So I don't know. Super radiant. Two thousand. You know what I mean? Like you usually see like that glare. Like I don't see shit. Like <laughs> <laughs> it's not. Get your eyes checked. <laughs> Tony doesn't see shit either. You're fine. <laughs> 2017. You're on Monday Night Wrestling. Oscar. 2023. Uh, Rin Yamashita Death Rina. Rina, excuse me. Rina Yamashita. I also can't see shit, so tell a friend. <laughs> you um, just can't speak. Come on. That's true. Shut up, dick. <laughs> no, I'm not gonna be. No, fuck you, dude. You like I can't see, but you can't talk. Come on now. All right, so we're the perfect team. Of course we are. <laughs> uh, the opportunity to get to work with Rina in a death match in GCW. How much did that mean to you? God, I, the, the most, the most, um, I couldn't believe it when I was told and asked if I wanted to do it. I was like, oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, does she speak English? <laughs> and then thank God, uh, Drew Parker was there to translate for everything. But man, she is just unreal, unreal. Like when you get in there and you're with somebody who is just so good at what they do, it's like, it's so effortless it just makes everything so much easier and you feel just so much more confident and safe. Cause you never really know going in there, you know, especially when you don't speak, you know, the same language, something gets messed up or, you know, something is potentially dangerous. Like you have to try and figure out how to cover that and keep the other person safe and yourself safe. And if there's a language barrier, that can be a little bit difficult, but yeah, I mean, to be in there with one of the absolute best in the world, she gave me my best match. And it was just, I, I think about that match all the time. It's the most offense. Everyone always says, you just always get your ass kicked and never have offense. I had so much offense in that match. I was like, man, I got so many gifts for this shit. That's cool. So um, yeah, it was my favorite match I ever had. So after all this time off, obviously you're chopping at the bit to get back. 
<clears throat> but is there such a thing as too much too soon? Are you pacing yourself more? Are you going to, you know, not take every single booking that comes your way? Like, what's that? What's that like? Yeah, excellent question. Uh, I absolutely am doing that because um, I just don't know exactly how my body's going to react and, you know, how my face and the swelling and stuff because it takes um, up to a year for your nose to actually completely go down with the swelling and heal. So I'm going to be around like five months when I get back. Um, so I am healing really fast, but um, yeah, I'm taking things slow. I only took a, a few bookings right now that I can you know, test the water, see how it goes, see how I feel. I don't want to do too much um, and burn myself out, like, right when I get back. Are you worried about possibly having the possibility of, you know, canceling on a booking? Does that ever, does that thought ever enter your mind, or does that even that doesn't even play a part? Yeah, you know, it, it sucks. It really sucks when you have to cancel. Um, for me, it causes, like, crazy anxiety. I'm the least confrontational person on the planet. I do not want to have that conversation with anybody. Um, and I don't want to let people down, especially when they're excited that I'm coming back and they want to see me. So, yeah, I mean, I'm going to take a few at a time, see how it goes. But, yeah, I want to I always want to honor my bookings every time. Uh, to piggyback off of Kevin's question with WrestleMania weekend being in the tri-state area, is it is it do you find it difficult to, you know, it's like WrestleMania weekend. It's a huge showcase weekend um, and you're just getting back like is it hard for you to pick and choose? Like, I'm sure you want to work as many shows as possible. Um, yeah. But then you have to go like, hey, my face exploded again. Like, Right. Yeah, that would suck. Um, but it always happens near my birthday, April. Like, every freaking time. That's what happened last year. Um, yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. Like, I have this, like, weird, like, fear in the back of my mind that, like, I should be doing more and I'm not doing enough. But at the same time, I just need to be a reasonable adult and realize that like it is WrestleMania weekend. But if I have three amazing matches or two amazing matches, that's going to stand out more than if I have like 15 mediocre, mediocre ones and like do way too much because every year you see it, everyone goes down, like either getting really sick because their immune system can't handle it because of all the travel and no sleep and shows back to back to back to back. Um, it's a lot and you know, you're more prone to injury that way. And I am just, I'm just going to enjoy it. Um, I'm going to be really glad that it's close to home this year and I can go home and sleep in my bed and recover and then go back and have really good fun matches with people that I want to work with. So are you mentally prepared for cream mania? No, <laughs> no, I don't blame you. I wouldn't. That Stan Styles is a wacko uh, in a in the best way possible. But you and Kerr, you and Brandon are taking on LSG and Ava Everett, the Cosmic Cuties. Mm -hmm. Terrible, terrible name. Um, <laughs> They're cute. Love, love LSG. Great, great guy, fellow Mets fan. He suffers with the rest of us, but come on now. And then uh, you guys are doing the Kirk's Couple Invitational uh, also that weekend against uh, GPA and Laney Luck. Um, walk us through through these these two shows. Yeah. Um. So Stan's show. Yeah. Last time I wrestled Stan. Oh my god! You have to see the picture. I'll have to send it to you guys because people send it to me all the time, just laughing. It's like a they always just troll me with it, where he was spitting um whipped cream into my face, <laughs> and it is the most wild, most awkward action shot I've ever been involved in. <laughs> Um, 
I don't know why just randomly I'll get messages of that picture just like sent to me at random times of the day. Um, so I'll show you guys that. But yeah, I'm excited. Um, I haven't worked with Ava in a while. I haven't worked with Ava since WrestleMania in Florida, Tampa, um, where it was my birthday and she shoved a cake in my face. Um, so yep. that was really fun. No, but she's amazing. Um, we always have so much fun together. We're both kind of the same personality, like give no fucks. Let's just go out there like and do whatever the hell we want. And she's willing to kind of go crazy. And I love that about her. And LSG gave me one of my best early matches I ever had at uh, the company that shall not be named, but um, that no longer exists. But uh, yeah, that was one of like my like earlier um, intergender matches. And I had a freaking blast. I still have clips of, of that match on my phone. Um, and then the other show, Kevin's show for his wife, um, I'm just so excited to be involved um, in something that's going to raise money for a really great cause. And I'm also just really excited to get in the ring uh, with Lainey and GPA. Lainey has been on my list for years, for years. She's one of my favorite, favorite, favorite wrestlers. I always watch her stuff. I think she is just incredible. She trains so hard. She just, she's great. And I think she should she should be on TV. So if I can snatch a match with her before she gets signed, great. Wait, 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 wait. I got to ask a question. Uh-oh. So I understand, like, oh, you and your friend, like, this is what we're going to do. We're going to throw a pie, like a cake in each other's face, you know, good times. Fucking cream pie mania, and you're letting Stan Styles <laughs> spit in your face? I mean, come on. There's a big drop-off there. What are we doing? Yeah, that wasn't even – I don't even know what show that was. I don't even know, but man, that was, it was rough. It, that I was way Matt. worse than the cake. It was yeah, way worse I, than the cake. I told you I don't trust that Stan. I told you. But I also have a picture of myself chopping him and it's one of those like indent pictures and you just see like his skin just all like loose around. It's hysterical. Well, good. Fuck him. He deserved it. <laughs> wow. What? What if he creamed in your face? Would you like it? I, I don't think you would. I mean, he was at my apartment and he tried to cream me and KJG. Yeah. I'm wow. sure you let him after we went off the air. Oh, he brought that wow. shake weight. That's not the only thing we let him do. <laughs> no. Uh, no. Yep. Nope. Yep. Uh, do nope. you prefer to gobble knobs? <laughs> All right, let's change the subject and head to the chat. Uh, uh, yeah, go do that because I got a uh, Casey. Do you have a vested interest in this Friday night? I mean, there is a chance if. John Wayne Murdoch beats Blake Christian. You're wrestling for the GCW World Championship on the 10th. Jesus Christ. Don't even, don't even say that. <laughs> I got enough shit to worry about. I'm not worried about a freaking title match. Well, right. John, I love you, but I really hope you lose. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, fuck That's that guy. Much. That's too much for me. <laughs> Y'all know Casey. I got anxiety too much. <laughs> All right, all right, fair enough. Would what is there a price if I needed you to do something for me at, on the tenth in the showboat, maybe in the locker room, perhaps kick a small person in the face? Um, how much to beat up Microman for me? Oh my God! Well, there's some pretty exciting news that's not dropped yet either, so you can keep an eye out for that. Was he not? Oh there? no! Is there oh, a no. second Microman? Are there two minis? Do we got to have a moment of silence? No, I don't know if there's too many, but there's there's somebody that I I know that will be uh will be able to do that for you. Brandon, how much do you want? 
He'll do anything for a buck. I'll give him many bucks. Just punt that little shit. <laughs> Stick him in a duffel bag, throw him in the ocean. Call it a day. <laughs> See ya, Microman, uh, you fucking dork. I don't know how the hell he does it, dude. I don't. I don't. Small steps. <laughs> yeah. <Jesus>. Baby steps. <laughs> Baby steps. <laughs> His cardio must be incredible. Uh, <laughs> SJ wants to know, with your big return, Casey, will we be looking at some new merch? I hope so. We'll see. We will see. You know, things don't ship on time these days. So uh, fingers crossed. That would really suck if, if there's nothing there for y'all. But I'm going to do my absolute best. So uh, there will be some stuff for y'all. Uh, Matthew Birch wants to know who else is on her list of people she wants to face off against now that she's getting back in the ring. Uh, so I always say I never have a list. Um, there are people obviously that I want to work with, but I like never have a list because all of like my dream opponents always let me down because they're mean. So like, <laughs> you know, like when you're working with name, someone and they're names. just like, they're yep, like, name, names. I feel like I have, and I feel like I, we've talked about this before, Probably. but, um, yeah, like you're just so excited to work with someone and they just have absolutely zero interest in working with you and it's completely obvious and you're just like, oh, this was my, you know, I wanted to take the pictures at the end of the match with you and post about it and like love on you and now I just want to go home and cry. So I, I don't have a list because I just, you know, all the, I feel like all of the unexpected uh, opponents that you have are like the ones where you have your best matches um, because you don't have any expectations or you have really low expectations and then everything works out great. So if you're nice, I want to work with you. So who do you have low expectations to work with? <laughs> She's on this podcast. <laughs> yeah. She <laughs> didn't deny it. Nope. Killing the brand. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> Are you going to, uh, did, did you, is uh what what's uh fuck that's what's did you reach out to the is Gino Gotts gonna uh, manage you the vampire oh now. he's shit. a vampire right wait he's a vampire he's like dead like or something vampire. puts a lot of he's a vampire <laughs> yeah he's dead I don't I don't know I don't know I I, oh. I talk to G all the time does he watch those fucking Twilight movies <laughs> he would kill you no <laughs> oh my God. My wife he's watches like, the watching shit the freaking Sopranos. Like, look at him. What do you think he's watching? Oh my god! The Food Network. <laughs> oh, do they have a Vampire Food Network? <laughs> hey, what do you he's say? What do you hear? <laughs> oh goddamn! Over here. <laughs> I don't know. He was supposed to have a show on our network like three fucking years ago. <laughs> he told me 11 months ahead of time. He's like, next Memorial Day, I'm going to bring a show to your network. That was last Memorial Day. <laughs> Damn. Damn. I said, brother, anytime you're ready, just come on down. And that was the last I talked to Gino Gotts. That's my dude, man. He's still alive. He's, he's still alive and kicking. <laughs> he's a great guy. We're just having fun here. Oh, for sure. We're, we're just having fun here. Um. <sighs> Where do we go with this, Casey? I don't think I've ever asked you, so I'm just going to ask you. Wait, uh, we'll see, can I, before before you get into that, I, I oh got yeah, we're not wrapping up. I just you know, okay. go ahead. I got I got a I got a little running. Oh, tally Casey, here. this is HK. He's our newest wizard. Hi, HK. Oh, it's a pleasure. Handsome, he's handsome, Kevin. And then there's oh, KJG. Oh, damn, yeah. y'all. He is pretty handsome, though, right? Yes, yes. Oh, handsomer than handsomer you're, you're, than KJG. 
They're they're both very very handsome. You don't would need you to be say nice they to are, It's okay. Would you say they are super cute? <laughs> Who started that? Because somebody this made is me say it. And you're listening to the super cute Shining Wizards podcast. <laughs> that was all you, sweetie. You said it. <laughs> I swear to God, somebody was making a joke and was like, "Say that," and I was like, "Okay." And now it has stuck with me for the last eight years. <laughs> listening to the super cute Shining Wizards podcast. You should totally come to the ring and do an uwu once in a while. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it may have been uh, your then fiance, now husband, uh, when we were. It was. In my... It was you. It may have been. <laughs> you didn't have to do it. It's true. He pressures me into doing so much stuff. <laughs> oh yeah. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> I'll be back here if you need me. Yep. <laughs> Just going out. One Whoa. thing about the Shining Wizards, they're, they're going to call you the fuck out when you say some dumb shit. Have you ever um, been in that fucking position before? But... <laughs> All right. Too soon, HK. Compound! <laughs> uh... <laughs> it's a great drop. I just don't I don't know why you said it. I don't know why I said it either. <laughs> I like it. It's sweet, it's endearing, it makes us sound lovable. Yeah, it really does. This is I actually have audio of Casey when she gets off the phone and the, and, and she yells at Brandon. This was your stupid idea, you <laughs> moron. At least three times a day. <laughs> I'm sorry, HK, oh you were going to ask a question. Yes, yes. Casey, now, you get home for the day, right? You're done doing everything you need to do. Maybe you've showered, but you know you're in, right? You're done. You're at home. You Are you wearing socks in the house? I'm a sock girl. All right, well, it was nice having you on, Casey. Listen, <laughs> I have two cats. They are yep. so hairy. I have a dog, like, and my feet are constantly cold, and I don't want my feet dragging around all this hair and then getting in my bed and then getting all that hair. Nah, nah, nah. But, but the hair doesn't the time, your socks. It does, but then you could just take your socks off when you get into bed and then you're good. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. All right. Nice. It's not feet info for free. Oh my God, all right, good. Scott George brings up a good point. When you shower and you're in for the night, <laughs> do you put deodorant on before you go to bed or like no deodorant? I actually do. Yep, there you go. All right. She's because sometimes you get hot at night and then you sweat and you don't. Yeah, no. Wait. Beautiful. Perfect answer. Yeah, how do you like that, stinky tea? Yeah. I don't smell. <laughs> Not to you. You don't know. Your poor, your poor wife wakes up. She's so green. She looks like Shrek from having to smell your <laughs> shit all night. Guess what, buddy? The smells don't come from my armpits, okay? <laughs> Right. And Tony, you know, and HK, and Casey, you know, it's not all fucking cuddles in bed. You say goodnight to each other, you kiss each other, and you roll over and you fart on each other all night. <laughs> make now I'm thinking about your wife farting. Good job. <laughs> I'm, look, it's like a fucking 10 to 1 ratio, probably. I fucking blow her out of the water, okay? Oh, my, dude, I will sound like fucking Godzilla next to her. If my wife farts on accident, she goes, that was you. <laughs> That's how much she's embarrassed to fart in front of me, and I'm just like a fucking gorilla. You gotta, you know, the ladies gotta keep it nice, you know. 
Yeah. Yeah, the same with us. And Brent also, he snores in, like, crazy snore. All my pets snore, and they all sleep in the bed, too. So I'm just constantly just going like this to everybody and be like, shut up. Shut did up. Did the nose, the nose injury, affect, did you, did it make you a, a little wheezy, snorry while you were recovering? Wheezy! Uh, Are you a mouth probably, breather? Well, in the beginning, I had to be a Jesus. mouth breather, and that shit was the worst. It yes, was the I agree. worst. I would wear a mask out because I didn't want to get too close to people to talk. Like, no, freaks me out. I'm not into it. Um, but yeah, they had um, they had all this shit in my nose, so like I couldn't breathe for like I don't know. I had to let it heal, so it was like two weeks before I went to the doctor. So and then it was really swollen, so I couldn't really breathe. Now, best breathing I ever had because they fixed all of you know the collapsing of of my nasal valve shit. So so now I can breathe absolutely great no headaches no sinuses issues no nothing but yeah the beginning was rough but you but you also now smell everything now yes yes unfortunate yeah yeah i know that i know well, that's it's a good thing she'd have to smell you after your shower <laughs> <laughs> it's rude i smell fine i use the body wash i use the body wash that's great. I hit all the assi- I'm not. I'm good. My pits are dry. I'm not a sweaty mess in here. I'm not going anywhere when we're done. That's true. What the fuck, man? Casey, hypothetical. Oh. Uh-huh. Because you're the queen of the deathmatch. That's right. And it seems like in the deathmatch genre, people maybe push the envelope a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. Like a man dressed in a diaper put a needle through his penis. Um, what would be the equivalent for the ladies? Like a needle through like a uh, like a vulva. Yeah, but you can't really do that. Don't like you mean you a labia? A labia, <laughs> yes. Double D's a real like ladies, it's... man. Yeah. Labies, man. <laughs> it's all right, you'll find it one day. <laughs> <laughs> I just I just fucked the sides up. Don't worry about it. Yeah, fuck the sides up. <laughs> I feel like it's easier to like. Well, first of all, I think the whole like syringe and the and the dick thing is like the most dumb thing I've ever seen in my life. But yep. Um, it's easier for you to like expose a penis and like cover the sides of it and like do that and have it be like a thing than like having a woman like take her pants off and do that. Like I feel like that's just like an absolute no. But like I mean the the penis thing free the pussy no too. But like yeah, it would probably have to be a pre-tape. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But the crowd's got to be able to see it too. It's got to register to everybody, you know. Yeah. Yeah, no, no it's, just, it's a miss. It's a miss. It's dumb. It's stupid. You don't need to do it. Like, like you're just going to get shit on on the Internet. So, like, just don't do right. it. Uh, so Brandon comes to you. He says, babe, Rob Black is going to give me a sack of money <laughs> if I put a needle through my penis. No, he, Out, he, would, no. he would never. He would never. And if he did, I would probably leave him. <laughs> All right. Well, now we know where the line is. <laughs> yeah. Penis through uh, syringe through a penis. Yeah, yeah. Is <laughs> there another penis? <laughs> is there a a deathmatch spot you you're uncomfortable with? Like, have you like been like ah, I don't feel like I want to do that. 
Oh yeah, many times. <laughs> what I'm is it? The fucking. Now. Yeah, I'll tell people like, "Fuck no, I'm not doing that." Yeah. Um, the one thing, God, I don't even know. There was like, no, I've I've done an explosion. I'll do fire. Um, but I, it's kind so of the... like the right what? type of fire, dude. Like I got hair. You, the like... right type of fire. Fire's fire, Casey. <laughs> But the right type of fire spot, like something oh. that I'm going through it, like flat back bump or like nothing like crazy, like something simple. Um, what if I? Did you did the, did you do the skewers to the dome? I've done skewers, yeah. Oh. I always said I wouldn't, but then I was like, whatever at that point because I was doing gussets to the head so much. I was going to ask you about the gussets. Yeah. yeah. Never what about again the my hairline, but. Yeah, what about the drill dough? Uh, we yeah, we did. We used the drill dough. So. Well, you took the drill dough because during that match, I feel like I <laughs> <laughs> listen. DCW. <laughs> 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 yes, because you remember, so the conversation we had at CCW, it was what was it, Kate? No, it was Cage of Death, right? Yeah, Cage of Death. He's still doing it. Um, Connor Claxton asked if, like, I think they were all asking me if I wanted to do the spot, and I said no because it's going to go viral, and I'm going to be the asshole who, like, went viral for the, the drill dough spot, so Brandon did it, and then Brandon went viral for doing the drill nice. spot, so what? it was way better. Excuse me, what, what's a gusset, by the way? Uh, it's like this little metal plate with spikes, and it holds uh, two by fours together. So, like when you're building houses, so it'll stick them together. So, uh, okay, great. I know what you're talking about. Okay, I never knew that was that's what it was called. It's, it's crazy. Yeah. Yep. yeah, so they just you know stick them in your body. Yeah. What, um, who was, Matt, who was the bald Asian dude, the the um, the fighter oh, wow, from that's... Japan? No, the one that had it stuck in his head, and it took him like 20 minutes to get it out of his head. Oh, that was probably a Kenzon. I don't think it was Tenzon. No. A Kenzon, like the, a Kenzon is like a different type of like metal with spikes. It's a round one, oh. and they're much yes, deeper. that yes, yeah, yeah. They're much deeper and much thicker. Um, are you talking about Kobayashi? Yes, strong yeah, Kobayashi, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. So they they like take, I think they are like they're for flowers and for plants. So instead yep. of like holding, so they they put them, but they're like this long, like that shit. You people need pliers to pull them out of your head. Like, oh yeah. Did, Disgusting. Nope. So Fuck I probably that. wouldn't do that. Um, Is that like a thing in the deathmatch community? If you're gonna use it on me, I need I need to know what it's used for to begin with. <laughs> Honestly, I've never research, asked. Bro. You That's could build a house though. with this. This one's for <laughs> the, the garden. Casey does. She knows it all. That honestly, I've never even thought about it because, like, most of the time when I was starting to do everything, I, I had no idea what anything was. I was just like, whatever. Like, I don't know how anything feels, so I'll try it. And if I absolutely hate it, like, I'll never do it again. But I have a stupid high threshold for pain, so. Yes, yeah, but like, you got to know like what it's called if you have to go to the store and pick a couple of these things up. You know what I'm saying? I'm not doing that shit. Was there another female in the in in the locker room you could go to uh, prior to some of these matches where you're like, hey, like, I'm not like, what should I expect when this happens? Is that something that goes through your head? When I first started, absolutely, there was not really anyone I could completely talk like, not a female really around right. at that time. Um, but because that was like CZW early, like when we were working over there, so. 
you know, no one was really around women-wise who was doing death matches besides Maria. Um, and she would kind of come and go. So I would honestly just Google and I would ask everybody in the locker room, like, I was so meticulous. How do I, I throw a light tube properly? How do I take it properly? How, like, what it, how, what do I do with every single one of these things? And let me do insane research because you can't practice that shit. And I don't want to go out there and hurt somebody and look like an idiot. Um, there's still some stuff I can't do. Like my chair shots, they suck because I'm terrified to give someone CTE or, or hurt them. So I'm just like, okay, well, the, I'm not doing it. Like, I don't need to like swing a chair through someone's face. Like, absolutely not. So yeah, like I, I used to just ask people and Google and YouTube and be like, okay, like, how do I do this? How are they bumping? Is there anything different? I was so meticulous about it. I used to be. Are you, uh, did, um, did, did, now let me see if I pronounce this name right. Did it cruel? Did he reach out to you after your, your injury? Did he check up on you? I know you guys had a little bit of a relationship. Uh, it was like a situation ship. A situation, not the guy from the Jersey Shore. What guy from the Jersey Shore? Oh, the situation. fucking dude. Oh, no. Holy shit, bro. Yeah. Wow. wow. Uh, not in the next. Uh, well, um, that was that was a 9-11 plane crash. Oh, fucking muy terrible. Uh, Jesus Christ. I'll be back here. Um, all right, well, I don't know how to recover from that one. I'll ask your question. Well, I was asking about Cruel. No, who gives a shit about Cruel? Ask your other question about oh, Drool. I don't think I've... No, not Drool. Cruel. <laughs> no, Drool. Your question. Drool? Yeah. No, Casey, I don't think we've ever <laughs> asked you this, and you've been on the show a bunch, and, and this is the question we ask everybody. Okay. When was the last time you shit your pants? Knock on wood. I've never... Oh, really? I'm sorry. Yeah, there's don't be many, sorry. Many, many times I've pissed myself. All right. Uh, All right. Thrown up on myself. Um, but yeah, never any any times I've shit myself. Thank God. But like, you know, when you're a woman, you have iron deficiency and shit. You're like you're always constipated. So you just never oh. know. Yeah. You've ever been in the ring when that happens to somebody? Not that I know of. <laughs> okay. But everyone always has some kind of interesting story they usually share with us. But if you yeah. didn't poop your pants, you didn't poop your pants. Good for you. Yeah, no. no I've had some, like, embarrassing things, but nothing, like, with bodily functions. So that's a plus. That's great. That's that's yeah. funny. We had a guest recently told us that uh, Nick Gage shit himself while they were having a match. Nick never shit on you or Brandon? or. <laughs> I've never worked with Nick. <laughs> That's right. Who it was? Boulder. The, it was Boulder. The fucking, yeah, yeah. The famouser uh, bump taker. <laughs> fucking wonderful seller. I put that shit up there with fucking Batista's bump when Mark Henry hit him. <laughs> <laughs> now we were gonna try and get you next week, but you said you're going on vacation. So where are you going? Yeah, I love how I decided to go away the week that I'm coming. Oh, no, good but... for you. You deserve it. It was yeah. the only time I could I could take, and I was looking for the best and cheapest way to sit as close as possible to, at a Mavs game, and we're doing really good right now, so I got third row seats nice. at the Mavs game, and I was like, I just, I need some basketball. Y'all know, like, basketball is everything, so I'm just going to take a few days before I come back as, like, my last hurrah, enjoy it, and uh, come back, hopefully not hungover and half dead do you like sushi uh i gotta be in the mood for it but yes there is an unbelievable place in dallas called uchi 
Did we go to Uchi? I feel like we might have gone to Uchi. It's what part of Dallas? Oh God, the Uchi Kuchi was... section. <laughs> uh, let me see where they were in Dallas. I think in the '80s, WWE released a song called "Rock and Roll Uchi Koo." <laughs> I was thinking of Charo myself. Uchi Kuchi. <laughs> It's like a fancy one. It's like a fancy restaurant, yes. right? Yeah, yeah. Yes, it is. Yeah. It's uh, it's in well, the Har bro- the Harwood district. Okay. Okay. I broke HK with a Charo reference. <laughs> <laughs> the one time, what's the other place I went in Dallas? What was it called? The junkyard? Oh boy, travels with Matt. Here we go. Yeah, no, it was like um, it was like a it was a really cool spot. It was like they had like three food trucks and a bar inside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think I it was called the, the junkyard or something like that. That yeah. was a cool spot too. Yeah, it's it's so much. Fun. I love it there. It's my favorite city. So. Nice. Yeah. What can we expect <laughs> out of uh, Casey in 2024? Like. After we get past the GCW and WrestleMania weekend, like, what are your goals for the rest of the year? Gosh, uh, just to have more fun. It's last year was like the most stressful year of my life. Just not even with just wrestling. Just I felt like everything was a perfect storm, and I know shit was like that for a lot of people. Um, so I just want to live in the moment and have way more fun. Like life's too short go out there have fun like do what makes you happy and just lower the stress a little bit uh do you remember when you came to my apartment and we did the show with brandon and you looked at brian knob's butthole i do i do was that memory burned into your brain unfortunately yes i don't think anyone who looks at that picture like if you look at it you're done it's there for life do you think that's prep work or you think that's all natural God, who the fuck It's got to be prop. It's got to be prop. How do you originator of the even... drill, though? Maybe. Yep. <laughs> We're the nasty boys. <laughs> Double T's fucking up the sides again. <laughs> <laughs> what a callback! Oh shit! <laughs> oh my god! Look at these storytellers. Oh my god. We've been doing this for a while. We know how to entertain people. <laughs> the aristocrats. <laughs> Hornets. Hornets. <laughs> you know, if you guys are ever looking to get out to Minnesota, HK does a lot of, uh, you know, he's a piece of shit manager out there. Oh, yeah. nice. Actually, I worked a card with Laney last month. Earlier cool. this month, actually. Yep, yep. Minnesota. Yeah, you got to watch out for... Uh, that elbow. Oh yeah. Oh great. <laughs> oh, you didn't. You didn't see. What? Oh yeah. She. Yep. Wait. She's still wrestling? Because I, I like would... saw her posting that she was gonna be, and I was like, oh no, Lainey's hurt. And then she was posting she's still gonna work. So I was like, yep. oh, I was. I was. I was at the show when it happened. Yeah. 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 Was, so she, she broke it. Uh, I don't. I don't think it was. It was broken. I think it was a pretty gnarly dislocation. No. I feel like sometimes yeah. that's worse. <laughs> Yeah. It takes way longer to heal. Shit. Oh, yeah. That sucks. I will um, dance with her and not wrestle her. There you go. I think it'll be entertaining that way as well. 
Yeah, in England, me and Big Joe did that because we were, like, super exhausted. We're like, how can we, like, incorporate something fun with wrestling so we can kind of just make it entertaining? And uh, he's like, well, we could dance off. And I was like, wait, are you serious? And then he's like, no. And I was like, no, we're doing it. So we had to dance off. You got to go to dance move? Is Big Joe the guy in the diaper? Yes. You look the dude in a diaper. Dude in a diaper. <laughs> That's him, yes, right? Dude. Yes. Is it different now that you've seen him stick a needle through his penis? Um, no, because I could I could block that from my mind. He was fun. I just wanted to wrestle someone who was like fucking ginormous. So I was like, all right, this is badass. Oh, you could have wrestled me. <laughs> <laughs> me and Gino, we're going to bring back the Twin Towers. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, I can't. Hey, whatever you do, don't go to XPW. Uh, don't worry. Uh, that invitation has already been incinerated and burned and blown up. You mean you don't want to work with Ludark Chatane and Tom Latimer? Listen, I love Ludark. So go work XPW with her. No, 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 no. Like, so <laughs> Ludark... It's the right answer. <laughs> one of the best wrestlers I've ever been in a ring with, honestly. And it just breaks my heart that she's stuck there and, like, people don't get to see her. Like, I just don't... I just, I just, I feel sad because people who come into it also from like other places don't really know what they're coming into. Yeah. And you know, it's a place to work in the States and you know, but people just really <laughs> use your Google or turn on the TV and you'll see some shit. Um, well, but I mean the heart, the, listen, the heart ballroom is becoming a legendary venue down in the heart of Newark. Not just for quinceañeras anymore. No, not just for quinceañeras. <laughs> Casey's got a couple wins in that heart ballroom. I do, I do, I do. And you have a your fucking husband beat you for the ICW American Deathmatch title there. How rude! What a I dick! Know. I know. Unbelievable. He's the worst. All because I left him for somebody that was seven feet. Messed up. And he's a Rangers fan too. Oh. God, oh, that's the worst. <laughs> Seriously, that's that's bad. Yeah, it's no bueno. Oh, he went. Do you guys? Did he go to the hockey game? I saw a picture of him at the hockey game. Did you go? Oh, oh the stadium series. Yeah. Fuck no! It was like twelve degrees. Thank oh, you. Jesus. I'm not spending like a hundred bucks in that wind tunnel. Listen, I worked at MetLife last year for the Jets, and sorry. Yeah, oh, and that you. wind tunnel was like it's always just cold and wind and wind and wind. like there's no way to get comfortable in that whole freaking stadium unless you're in like a club. So I was like, if you're gonna go sit in the 300s after a snowstorm and watch the Rangers, like go have fun, go have fun. Yeah, kick rocks, Brandon. Yeah, he said, yeah. froze my ass off, <laughs> but they won. Yeah. yeah, that was a great game. Yeah, yeah, the ending was sick. So. Yeah. All right, well, don't worry. Baseball season's right around the corner, and we'll all be miserable together. I've given up. I've really no, given no. Up. Like, Come on, Casey. Well, no, I'm not changing my team, but I'm just like I'm so over baseball, and also like I have crazy ADHD. So now watching baseball is like pulling teeth unless I'm actually there. So I just want to watch like fast paced shit. Like I'm just basketball. Like just nice. It. Yeah, fuck yeah. baseball. It's just boring. It's it sucks. Boring. How how rude. You know what I do when I go to a live baseball game? I drink beer and eat peanuts. That's yes. it. Yes. I wander around the concourse. I try to run free Wawa t-shirts and you try to baseball cards. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you never been out to, like, the uh, the Patriots out in Somerset? They used to have, like, they'll have, like, the, um, 
shit set up on the concourse. Like they have a Wawa spin the wheel. You spin the wheel, you can win a Wawa t-shirt. I got an I love Wawa shirt. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah, it was fucking awesome. Oh, you know what I love about going to baseball games? Ice cream, soft serve, and the baseball cap. That's my favorite fucking thing in a baseball game. Yep. I'll walk around. I'll eat three Great. or four of them shits during the game. I don't care. It's oh, awesome. It's riveting. It's the best. It's the best. Then I bring them shits home, wash them out. I got a whole collection of little hats. Yeah, yeah, fuck yeah, dude! You spend ten bucks on ice cream, you might as well get a souvenir with it. No, fuck yeah! You gonna give him the micro man? <laughs> Probably too big. <laughs> I'm gonna slide into Brandon's DM. We're gonna, that we're gonna get rid shit. of micro man. Do it. We're gonna bury him in the desert like fucking Ric Flair. <laughs> it's gonna nope. be amazing. I want to ask one more thing, Casey, here before before yeah. uh, before we end. Uh, you said you're you're hoping to have uh, new merch here. Is there a place currently where people can can find your merch? Uh yeah, Deathmatch Worldwide. I have some some stuff up on there. Um, also, IWTV Shop. You can um, find some. I think there's Kirk stuff up there. I am back as Catal, trying to get my identity back, but you know, I'll still rep when I need to. And uh, yeah. Hopefully I have new stuff for you guys and um, hopefully I don't suck. No, why would you suck? I will tell you, I, I had to, um, I had a t-shirt of yours and it was a little too sexy for my collection. <laughs> I know what you're talking about. It's, yeah, in yeah. A, it's in a bag behind me. <laughs> what size is it? I think it's an XL. It's just a you little. Know my way. I'll wear a sexy okay. shirt. I don't give a shit. I got you. I still have a few. I know exactly what this scrub shirt. The scrub. I don't know what it says. Yeah. yeah. Oh, don't, all right. He's got. Be, he's got it handy. Don't I be a see scrub. This. Oh boy. Just, we'll be see if it unfolds. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. The Jesus dude. Wow. Oh. Wow. Well, I can't all right, I'll be back here if you need me. <laughs> Holy Jesus, Palomino, dude. That took me a minute. Wow. So the new guy went there. Oh, I like that. Hold yeah, it up that a little higher. Like wait, 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 hold on. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah, that's a nice so that, shirt. Why would you wear that's that? Shirt? Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. I remember giving it to you, too, and the the, the madness, but that was a take on Ronda Rousey's uh, Don't Be a DMB when she was going through that whole thing before she became, well, before I knew she was psychotic, but she had this like whole, don't be a DMB thing. Um, and then I was like, Oh, that looks dope as shit. So then I did that same exact design and do I put, don't be a scrub. Cause I was coming out to no scrubs at the time. And I, Chris Cyborg actually commented on the picture <laughs> when I posted it and was like, that's not cool. And I was like, Oh, sorry. <laughs> You're like, all right, dude, relax. Um, I didn't even know who it was. I was like, oh, okay. Like, yeah, why are you like, you know, vanity searching? That's weird for Ronda Rousey. Can't, can't, can, uh, you know, can't wear that shirt. And then my wife's like, hey, what's on your shirt? And I'm like, this is my friend. She's like, nope. <laughs> like, all right, I guess I shouldn't. Fuck, Fair. I was gonna ask. I was gonna ask you something else. God damn it. We got on the shirt. Fuck. You know it's all right. Like Casey can come back on anytime she wants, right? Yeah. yeah. Like, we don't have to sit here and watch your brain explode trying to think of another. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, we're just having a good time. Don't be a dick. 
Yeah, no, we're having a good time, but you're like, hmm, let me think of something. Hmm. <laughs> what was I That's thinking? it. Hit your brain. It works better. Oh, Coco, come here. Come here. Come say hi. Oh, we're going to say hi to Coco. Oh, hey. he's cute. Coco, look. Look at the camera. Hi, Coco. Come on. You trained Coco. to this. Woo, 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 woo. Don't do that. <laughs> Don't be a dick. Don't be hey. a dick. Hey. Oh, Coco. Oh, Coco likes Coco. kisses. She, yeah. She just always needs to be on top of somebody. Hi, Coco. <laughs> Coco, have you ever shit your pants? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Brundon said, how about Brandon? Bet he did. Probably. Brandon, you ever seen your pants in a match? I'm sure we've asked him this, haven't we? No, I don't know Have if we did it. Have you seen your pants in just everyday life? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, no shit. When I no was pun in... <laughs> okay. I've, pee I've like... It's, I always say this before I wrestle too. Like sometimes I get really nervous, so I'll like pee like a little bit. So, but everyone knows. Tell us like, more. There's probably a little pee, but you won't feel it. Is that what you tell them when you sell your merch online? No. <laughs> I bet you would drive the price up. Those fucking ghouls. Yeah, ghouls will spend a lot of money. Seriously. Listen, if you're watching, my DMs are open. Don't say that, Casey. You don't want that. Yeah, do you? seriously. Do you really want I, that? Trust me, I don't get that much. Really? I'm really lucky. I think people are either scared of me or Brandon or both because okay. I people really don't fuck with me that much. Like every once in a while, I'll get like something like that. But yeah, for the most part, people know to shut their mouths. So. Is it uh, now that you're married? Is it less with your uh, peers or does the one one juggalo always try and jump in there? Some fucking chucklehead. Honestly, thank God, no more peers. That was, yeah, right when we started dating, everyone backed off. But, man, the people, like, even say, dude, it was, like, the, the corniest shit. And then you knew, like, clearly they were just being, like, scummy and creepy. And it was like, oh, you have to, you know, just just like it. Just like it. And all this, you know, pick and choose your battles because, like, I don't have to wrestle with that anymore. Well, Casey, this has been a blast. I hope you had a good time. I hope, uh. Yeah. I hope you enjoyed your time with the Wizards. I did. Was long overdue. We're excited to see you back. Um, you can follow Casey on our social media at Katal Casey on Twitter, at Katal Casey underscore on Instagram. On the 10th, she will be in Atlantic City at GCW taking on John Wayne Murdoch. Uh, they kick, she kicks off WrestleMania weekend with Cream Mania April 3rd in Williamstown, New Jersey. It's the Kirks against LSG and Ava Everett. If you can't be there, it'll be live on IWTV. And then the Thrash, uh, Alvania, Thrash Alvania, is that right? Yep. Uh, Saturday, April 6th, uh, the Kirk's Couples Invitational. The Kirk's take on GPA and Lainey Luck. Uh, you can find all that stuff on Casey's social media. Yeah, I'm, ex I'm excited. I'm excited to see everyone around, have fun, do some shit. WrestleMania, yay. And thank you guys, because always a pleasure. Can Brandon poop in Microman's mask for me? Oh, my God. No. Come on. That's too much. That's He's too the much. worst. Listen, the I don't, worst. I don't, I don't so fuck with stuff like I don't fuck with like nasty shit. Like I'll like ruin your day by being petty, but I am not like that's too that's uh What if I mail it to you? 
Just don't I, no, open it. That's still, I don't want to touch yours. I'm not telling you to touch it. I'll freeze it. I'll bubble wrap it. Oh, no. No. Hard pass. Well, actually, name your price. Oh. <laughs> oh, you name the price. You're the one that has to deal with it. I just got to put a box in the bathroom. We can negotiate. I'll do it like one go. of my cats. Two. Oh, my God. I'll just send kitty poop. Oh, my God. So much cat poop in a bag. Yes. That's. Honestly, that's hell. That sounds like my worst. Like that's hell. Wait, wait. Oh, you're so... you're talking about sending this to Microman? He yeah, is. we're gonna yeah we're gonna stick it in his mouth. Just put it on a tortilla and serve it to him. <laughs> no, he's not gonna eat cat turds. He might. He? Wait, I, mean... I bet you he does eat cat turds. I bet <laughs> you they do. Like guy. What part of he Mexico is he like... from? Tijuana. <gasps> uh, they eat, they eat everything in Tijuana. Yeah, I feel like they do too. Or, Just put some fucking refried beans on it. It won't know the difference. What if we get a no- little we, queso? We get, <laughs> we get a child to dress up like a chupacabra. Oh, come on now, dude. We get, no, the kid, the kid dresses like a chupacabra and chases him right out of the showboat. Casey, it's been such a wonder having you on the show tonight. Thank you so much for joining Nobody us. Nobody knows Matt. what a chupacabra looks like. You dress oh him up like a chupacabra. Go get him. Can I just say this asshole can't pronounce regular words in the English language, but he fucking didn't stutter or stammer on Chupacabra? He's a, he's a fucking man on a mission, I tell you what. I am the Oscar of the group. Oh, my God. Casey, you're the best. We hope you had a good time. Have a lot of fun. Have a safe trip to Dallas, the big D. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> Can't take can't take these guys anywhere. It's fucking worse. It's the fucking best. Can't take these you guys. You teed anywhere. that one up, you dick. You teed that up, you big D. <laughs> the big D. Thank you, the super cute, shining with his. I'm gonna I'm gonna be the same one here. It's forever a liner, forever. You can if you want to re-record a liner right now. You don't have to say. This is Casey Cattell, and you're listening to the super cute Shining Wizards podcast. Honestly, it was pretty cute. So, listen, we're trying hey, to get Pat. people to send us video, like like for the beginning. So if you and Brandon want to do some video form, send it over. We'll put it in the oh, intro. Oh yeah, we need to we need to one up this. Hundred percent. Yeah. Oh wait, you ever hear this one, Casey? From the motherfucking shining wizards. <laughs> That's so good. We I got him a video to do something. I think it was. It was uh Kevin and Kate doing yeah. trivia, doing um, yeah. yeah. He's like hey, motherfucking trivia. <laughs> Fucking amazing. Four star Nick Gage. <laughs> Y'all. That's I'll Tony. Throw I'll throw hands for Nikki. That's Tony. That's not me. That's Tony. Mm. Tony likes to talk about his teeth, too. It's not nice. What teeth? <laughs> See? You son of a what? bitch. That nice. He's going to come for you. He's going to find you and he's going to fuck your oh, head yeah. up. <laughs> you know what he's going to do? I'm coming. I'm coming hard. I'm just gonna come as hard as I can. I'm coming for you, boy. Oh yeah, we're very drop centric now. This is, but we were. 
Unlike the last time you did the show when it was you, me, and Gino Gatz on my sun porch, and I was <laughs> What do you prepared. hear? What do you say? <laughs> and I was not prepared at all. We were fully prepared for this tonight. Great. You were fantastic, all of you. Uh, you Casey, I, I do want to tell you this. Uh, my wife just texted me. She said, Casey is hot with a capital H-A-W-N-T. Thanks. <laughs> Appreciate it. Way to bring it to a grinding hold, HK. <laughs> well, I thought dude, she paid a fucking compliment. No, I thought you wanted a fucking compliment. Yeah, it was sweet. Sweet. Uh, please, women compliments, it, that'll make my month. So. Gwen Stefani, will you pee pee on me? <laughs> That's not right, bro. I don't know. Tony's a fucking weirdo. Casey, you're the best. We love you. Enjoy your trip. We can't wait for your return to GCW. We'll be watching. And uh, anytime you guys want, you, next time you could bring Brandon along if he wants to sit down. Maybe we'll do a, a, a solo interview with Brandon. Yeah, but you might be a little bored. Why? He's boring. I mean, we just make fun of him for like 20 minutes. That works. You would make fun of him for 20 minutes. Well, yeah. yeah I still got you. fun. You know, I'm still, I was trying to, you know fucking promote his, his then girlfriend being on the show and he's like why the fuck are you tagging me and stuff on twitter <laughs> dude he hates social yeah you would figure free promotion you know like why is he a dick yeah nah he's he's not into it he's like why are people messaging me like i don't ever check i'm like okay, <laughs> okay. i mean he's tweeting now somebody just tweeted that uh they're enjoying a nice drink watching us shit talk brandon kirk and then he just sent like a <laughs> Like a just an, an emoji with a line. I don't know. Like a dick. No, not a dick emoji, you dick. I love cops. Oh, y'all are wild. Boobies. <laughs> Come on, man. What the fuck are we doing? I don't know. Uh, the fucking longest goodbye ever. I don't know. My kids turn me on. <laughs> Leave the studio, Casey. Just leave. Just do it. <laughs> okay. Bye. Bye, Bye Casey. Thank, Thank you so Bye, much. Thank you. <laughs> oh, hi. She can't leave. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't like this. <laughs> Neither do we. <laughs> oh, mama. Oh, good gracious. Goodness oh, gravy. Great. Holy shit. All right. That I'm back, well. back down to earth here. Oh, back after this. Back after this. You are the best. <laughs> We'd like to thank each and every one of you for tuning in every Monday night to listen to the Shining Wizards. If you'd like to continue to support us outside of listening, we've got a few ways for you to do that. If you shop at Amazon, go over to Amazon.ShiningWizards.com, do your shopping as usual, and when you make your purchase, a little bit of that purchase price will go back to support the show. If you like to wear t-shirts, Merch.ShiningWizards.com will take you to our Pro Wrestling Tees store, where we've got over a dozen great designs from over 11 years of professional wrestling podcasting. You can become a Patreon supporter at Patreon.com slash Wizards Podcast, and the more you support us, the more things that you're entitled to receive, and believe me, they are fantastic. Continue to listen to us wherever you listen to us on the World Wide Web. And make sure you like, rate, review, subscribe. Do all that good stuff. Helps us out. And we can continue to bring you the love fest that is The Shining Wizards. It's time for your weekly lineup of shows on The Shining Wizards Network. On Monday. 
Movies, check out the latest from Gorilla Brain, featuring the year of Duke and Rogue, covering the history of wrestling year by year. Also from Gorilla Brain is the Tots Pod with handsome Kevin and Loverboy Al, telling people to get off the lawn and reviewing wrestling figures. Also on Mondays, get your horror fix with 30 Screams or Less featuring Steve and Corey, where they review a horror film in 30 minutes or less. Monday Night's Live, it's The Shining Wizards, where it's wrestling talk and talk about wrestling. Wednesday Nights, it's the Mark Order Podcast, covering everything AEW with Ant Money, Kate the Great, Ryan Schlong, and Asian Joe. Get your metal fix on Fridays with Snowy and Aaron on Radioactive Metal, the longest-running metal podcast on the planet. Saturdays, it's High Five Tom and Will Mercier on ROH Revelry, covering the history of Ring of Honor. On Sundays, it's Inconclusive Breakdown with Justin and Vince, covering the week in pop culture, politics, and more. The Shining Wizards Network also features other great shows, including Bread Club, where Kieran and Matt cover everything New Japan Pro Wrestling. The Brocast, where brothers Alan and Tom watch some of the greatest and not-so-great matches in wrestling. Turnbuckle Throwbacks, where the Impact Playa Feel Rea discusses current wrestling while paying homage to the past. And Wrestling Night in Canada, where Snowy, Matt, and Dustin put a north-of-the-border perspective on the world of wrestling. Enjoy all the great shows on the Shining Wizards Network. Entertainment, here. For centuries, women have tried to enhance the size of their breasts because women know that itty-bitty titties just don't stack up. After all this time, 21st century technology has provided the ladies with a modern miracle of science. Introducing CurveCrafter 5000 for the ultimate in cleavage construction. A technological breakthrough with two simple suction cups. Ladies, you can suck your way to the size of your dreams. And if you act now, you get the sweater stretcher absolutely free to guarantee firmness and a full bosom that people with any pronouns will enjoy. For the Curve Crafter 5000 and the free sweater stretcher, call now at 551-333-1030 for only $29.99 plus $5 shipping and handling or send check or money order to the address on your screen. It's only $29.95 plus $5 shipping to suck your way to a bigger bosom. Can you use Klarna? I would imagine so. Probably get you on a payment plan. You know what's weird? They don't take COD. I guess COD is not a thing anymore. I mean, six to eight years. Who knows what the what the what the value of a dollar is going to be then? Well, you know that's why you got to get it now. Accurate. Because in six to eight years, they might not be twenty nine ninety five anymore. Wow. You know what? Great call, Donk. Uh, before we were joined by Casey, we were talking Elimination Chamber, um, so maybe we can put a bow on that uh, if you guys want. Can I, I? I enjoyed the show. I don't think it was one of the better shows. It kind of felt like a, just like a show to me. I don't know. Yeah. It didn't feel like it was. I mean, look, you got you guys went five and zero, oh, all four of you, and then I went four and one. So it was kind of predictable, not in a bad way, just kind of like. All right. Um, I. <laughs> the fucking show was four and a half hours long, and I must have fast forwarded through. I fast forwarded through all the fucking. In- Dude, the intro to the men's elimination chamber was like 20 minutes long. 
I didn't watch the fucking Grayson Waller bullshit. I know they were in Australia. He's a hometown boy. I get it. He sucks. No, he um, doesn't. No, he was awful in this thing. I made sure I watched it because I wanted to see Cody get all fired up and what's his name with his fucking 50 pocket Jenkos that he had on with his third <laughs> eye sunglasses. But I'll, my I'll God, agree. Grayson Waller is dog shit on the microphone. I'll agree that this wasn't his, his best work. But then this whole segment was kind of clunky, and it was we kind of knew once Austin Theory started off, which is something they don't really do for the Grayson Waller effect. So like once you you knew exactly what was going to happen, it wasn't. And and Seth really just basically said the same thing he said like a week ago or two weeks ago. You're not going to fight this battle alone, Matt. It, it was this was probably the weakest part of the show, and as big of a Cody Mark as I am. I skipped it. I had no interest in it. Um, I think ultimately, though, like if Grayson Waller is going to be the heel, like why would he give both of these guys such a big, grand introduction? He's like the American Nightmare. He should have just been like, "Oh, our next guest. Uh, you might know this guy, uh, Cody Rhodes. Come on out. Like do a Piper yeah, kind of he's, thing." You he's know? leading into the hometown thing. It's his country. It's his first yeah. time performing there. He's leading into it, and that's why he didn't do anything when Austin Theory was getting threatened by the, the two top baby faces. Like he just laid out. Like he knew it. They weren't gonna go after him in his home country. And uh that was because he didn't do anything wrong. Whoa that, that was the that was the oh, one no. thing. breaking news. Yeah did you not yeah. see this? I saw this during the Casey Gatal interview. Oh no what, Yeah it's a big it, yeah I don't like this. Ole Anderson yeah. passed away. Yep. It's Minnesota Wrecking Crew, Four Horsemen, partners, partners with Gene Anderson, partners with his uh, cousin Arn, original cousin member of the Four Horsemen. Yeah, that's a bummer, yeah. man. Oh, that's a that's bummer. That? I know he was a little grumpy old man, but that's still a bummer. He was a grumpy middle-aged man. He was a grumpy young man. <laughs> Only was not easy to get along with. Grumpy toddler. Oh, that's a bummer. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to bring the conversation to a halt. Shit, I, yeah, I completely forgot about it. We were having so much fun. Like, I saw it early on in the interview. Oh, sorry about that. Um, sorry, back to the EC. Um, yeah. Touch on your intros thing real quick, Matt, before. Uh, I don't hate that. I enjoy it. I like to see how, like, the crowds in other countries react Ugh. to people and who gets cheered and who gets booed and, and what they do. And it's to me, like, I have and entrances to me have been so much better now lately than they've ever been. So, like, I enjoy it. Well, I mean, that's fair. I'm just not going to... I didn't watch it live, so I wasn't going to sit through fucking four and a half hours to watch an hour and 50 minutes of wrestling. I did. Um, Raquel the, Rodriguez! Her shit flared up. Yeah, man. She, she was went in out rough there and shape, fucking wrestled, wrestled her balls off, which was awesome. Yeah, I, that's I, one thing I didn't see yet. The, the women's I match. enjoyed the women's uh, chamber. I thought... Tiffany Stratton looked awesome. So did Liv Morgan. And I never thought I would I would say like Liv Morgan looked like she, they looked awesome. Um, Bianca Belair is a fucking superstar. I will say this. The code breaker is the new fucking DDT. Yep. Dude, yeah. they must have they were throwing code breakers fucking five in a row. But no Judas I was like, man. Effects. No, no Judas. That's in like five years, Tony. <laughs> but the ladies fucking, man, to open the show, they fucking, I thought they did an excellent job. Um, you know what? I'm going to go back and watch it. Like, I didn't want to watch it because from what people were saying as well is like, well, if you watch the women's Rumble match first, you kind of like 
the, the men's match didn't live up to it. So I kind of wanted to give the men a shot first this time. And I don't know, maybe once I see it, I'll, uh, I'll have a different opinion. But I did watch the women's tag title match. I did not watch the men's title match yet either. So I thought the men's tag title match was fun. Yeah. Um, Kyrie Sane was fuck. channeling her inner Tanahasha with her fucking haircut. Did you like oh, that? Fuck, fuck her. I didn't watch the <laughs> fucking. I had no interest in the opening match. Who? Indy Hardwell and who? Shot, was, was it Shotzi, Was it Candace? Uh, Candace was it. Yeah, I no. don't give a f- flying fuck about that. It was Sorry, fine. Does. It I'm, was a fine match. Sure, it was. Five matches on the show. That I think Oscar's got to stop wearing the thong on the outside of the tights, though. It's like you know, she's a little older. She's a little you know thicker. Maybe she's got to stop that. Oh, will you stop? I'm just saying, bro. <laughs> What's wrong with you? Nothing. I'm not wearing a thong on the outside of my pants. Okay. That's her but, style, bro. I mean, I used would. to be sexy to pull it off. Not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my son saw Nia Jax smacking her ass when she was wrestling Rhea before she gave her the stink face. And my son goes, uh-oh, tribal cheeks. <laughs> <laughs> and then for 20 minutes when's the tribal cheeks guy coming back i said i don't think he's wrestling anymore uh overall though it was a fine show it was a fine show it serves its purpose it, it furthered it looks like we're getting orton and logan paul at mania it looks like we're getting aj and la knight at mania um, i'm down with that you know becky's gonna take on Rhea. Um, Drew and uh, Rollins. Yeah, we got a nice card shaping up here, man. Yeah, I think Mania 40 is going to be fucking banging, as the kids say. Oh, yeah. (laughs) But I didn't forget. We have Uh to now grade the pay-per-view and tell us which match you think was the best match of the night. Uh, See, this is tough because I didn't Keep it track for the year, boys. So when we come to the year-end show, I can just... I'll flip through my notes like a fucking dork. <laughs> see, I, I I can't rate. I mean, how do I rate it when I didn't see all the matches yet? You know. All right. Well, you can. I'll, I will go back to you at a later date in time. Like, I a lot of us didn't watch the NXT show a couple weeks ago, so we didn't grade that. Hmm. <laughs> Probably a good idea not to. <laughs> Uh, Brundon, I'm sure somewhere you're listening or you will be Oh, he'll be doing just, mine. He, he didn't watch the same matches no, I didn't watch. Just, so. te- just text me and let me know, Brundon. Uh, KGG, give it a grade and your favorite match. Best match of the night. My favorite match of the night was probably the men's tag title match. Judgment Day versus, um, versus uh, New Catch. What is it? New Catch yeah. what? New Catch Republic. Republic. New, New Catch Republic, Republic yeah. I thought that I think there were a lot of innovative tag team spots that I haven't seen. The Birmingham uh, and Corey Graves calls out Kenta Kabashi, and you know they're just doing all this good good stuff. Even the pre stuff with Dominic Mysterio got over him demanding to ring announce his own guys. Oh, uh, to me, that was probably my favorite match. Um, as a show, I, f- I feel like it'd be hard to give it an A just because, like. I feel like I've been giving every single WWE show like a B plus or an A. This, I think the Grayson Waller effect thing was kind of pedantic and just weird and predictability goes a long way. And, and the shows while the in-ring stuff is great, just the predictability factor. I don't want to say it was just another show, but 
it was as close as you can get to just another show as being just another show. So I'm going to give this a solid B. All right. I can respect that. Uh, HK? Uh, Favorite match was definitely the ladies' chamber. I thought they did an outstanding job. Uh, As far as a grade goes, uh, it's a little bit tougher because I think it was a good show. Like, I enjoyed watching it front to back, but... Uh, like KJG was saying, like the predictability, like going in, you kind of knew what was going to happen. And I don't want to take, I don't want to take that away from the grade because I think like, I thought it was a really fun watch all the way through it. It kind of pushed some more storylines as far as like being, it didn't feel, it didn't feel like a big pay-per-view. You know what I mean? Like it was a, it was a great watch, but it didn't feel like a big pay-per-view. I'm probably going to lean closer to like a C, a C plus, um, Oh, wow. But but with that said, like I really enjoyed the watch. HK, because you said that the women's elimination chamber was your favorite match. What were your <laughs> thoughts about Naomi getting eliminated as quick as she did? Uh, I guess I really wasn't bothered by it, like at all. Uh, I didn't. So in in watching it, it, there was nothing, nothing throughout the match. I went well. That that kind of stunk. You know what I mean? Like there was nothing that really bothered me about. It. I'm not, admittedly, not a huge Naomi guy, uh, so it really it really didn't affect me whatsoever. I loved the crowd reaction for Stratton. That was fantastic, and and she did an awesome job. Yeah, and actually, HA, I owe you an apology. Um, All right, because I remember like kind of shitting on your thoughts of, about Tiffany Stratton just based on her Royal Rumble appearance, yeah. and you were like, "Have you seen her work in NXT?" Yeah. And I'm telling you right now, she for lack of a better term, what the kids say, showed up and showed out. She's a stud, man. She is an She's absolute great. stud. Yep. Absolutely so, fantastic. Um, Yeah, it was, the, I think the only part in the women's chamber match that I thought was a little goofy was the, uh, boy, what's, now I'm going to forget her fucking name. The fucking Bianca. Bianca. Bianca's elimination. I, I thought that was a, a little less than but that, that's the only thing outside of that i really enjoyed the the, the match and the, the card top to bottom yeah i'm with you on that i think it was like the surprise factor like bang bang like it just it just didn't happen quick enough live just right. didn't get there quite quick enough so it, it looked a little goofy matt what did you give this show uh well i like the women's elimination chamber was my favorite um you know for all the reasons you guys listed and and from the previous conversation we had about it um and then i gave it a b minus um it was a good show. Um, nothing really blew the doors off. It wasn't unpredictable, um, but a good show nonetheless. Um, you know, just another just another stepping stone to get the mania, which at this point I think is going to be um, bonkers. Let me ask you guys this, real quick, uh, Matt. Mike Peterson. Predictability isn't bad if the journey to get there is good. I don't disagree with you. Yep. Um, with that being said, let me ask you guys this. This bromance between Cody and Seth. Do we live in a world where post-WrestleMania, Seth is turning on Cody? No. No, 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 no. It depends on whether or not Seth retains or not. Uh, Good point. Good point. If Drew beats Seth, which my early prediction tells me if that's the road that we are going down, I think Drew – Seth Rollins has been the only – you know, reinvented world champion that there's been. Drew has to beat him. Um, but if, but if, but if Drew wins, then what's Seth's motivation to protect Cody at that point? 
see, we don't know what nights anything's happening on. There might be a world where we have both championship matches on night two and night one if we get the Rock Roman <laughs> Rock Roman Cody Seth tag match. Like we, st- there's still so much left that's undetermined in terms of what match is being placed where, what we're getting. So, yeah, well, like we, uh, uh, Cody said at Rock anytime, any place. So. We might get that tag match, but like then you have Becky and Rhea, which is a top main event match for a Mania. Like so, there's still still so much left to be determined. Right, and you have Bailey and what? Carrie, Kyrie? Ah, uh, no, uh, Kyrie, Io Sky, uh, Io. 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 Yeah. So it's a lot. Did we do that to Rio before? Was that like? Did we do yeah, that? we do it for everybody. <laughs> it fits. It works. The road to WrestleMania is paved in gold. Maybe. I don't know. Oh. Speaking of paving in gold, lots of gold changing hands that you weren't happy about, huh? Oh, my God, <laughs> dude. I need to hear no, you should I'm... say bro. Bro. I, I, I just... Hi. I, I knew... I know... I knew, right... Since, like, November, New Japan was going to be a different world going forward. We lost Jay White earlier in the year. Um, Will Will Ospreay's going to AEW. Uh, Tanahashi's getting older. Naito's getting older. Um, Fuck, dude. Like, When did Tanahashi beat Zack Sabre Jr. for that belt? At Wrestle Kingdom. Goyce. Uh, yeah, it was, but that's the thing, right? It's that fucking forgettable. Zack Saber Jr. did such a great job with the TV title, with so many defenses across all the uh, well, He was the first and, champ, no? Yes. So he had to establish it. It's kind of like the Seth Rollins position. Yes, Brand new belt, you got to build it up. He's like a fucking wrestling technician. You can't have the fucking old air guitar playing jack wagon fucking beat him for the title. Sure you can. Oh, no, I know they did. Oh, no, I know they did. Yeah. Play, oh, I got man. a guitar you can play, Tanahashi, right here, can buddy. Can I strum it with my teeth? Yeah, put your lips on it. Play the fucking <laughs> Two saxophone. lips on your organ? Fucking hand job. <laughs> and then, and then put a needle in it. Yeah, there you go. So. Like a record player. There was, there was a lot of... A lot of... It just... Ugh. I can't tell you the last time a title changed hands on a countout, let alone the fucking IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championship that El Desperado so, just won at fucking Wrestle a, Kingdom. Is that a New Japan rule, or was this a special stip? I guess it's a... It's a I, I'm assuming it's a rule, but it's never, it's never a factored into a title change because usually the referees give discretion because it's a championship title match. But no, that dirty son of a bitch, Ren Narita's hiding under the fucking ring. Terrible. Me- fucking terrible. Who's ever in charge of New Japan that wants fucking the House of Torture to be the number one heel stable needs to fucking stop. Despy show, and I know it's show because S starts with shit and shit is what a House of Torture is was bad. And then you follow it up with evil fucking Shota Umino equally as fucking bad. It's fucking awful. Maybe to you. Maybe the people in Japan love that shit. There's not a single person in Japan that liked that. I fucking polled them all. Oh, oh yeah? Oh, yeah. <laughs> 
What were you going to ask me, KJG? I'm sorry. Oh, I mean, no. it's kind of it's kind of, we kind of got away from it, but I was I was just wondering if if the if the title change on a countout has always been a rule. Maybe that's why it's twenty. So like it gives you seventeen. And if you can't get in by twenty, then you have no right to be a champion. Is that eighteen? Scott George, it's a rule. First title change since two thousand and six on account. <laughs> no, he said it's a ruckle. It's a ruckle. It's a ruckle. What's a ruckle, dude? That's a <laughs> Japanese rule. He types like Matt Tweak. Ruckle. <laughs> um, I mean, it's so- not a shell, right? <laughs> Who turns out actually your your main man Rudy a shell can move in the ring. He ain't bad. Um. So that was that was fucking awful. That was so fucking bad. Um, and then the match itself was okay. I I just I don't I don't know what New Japan is doing. Why Matt Riddle? Why? Why not, bro? Well, fuck him. That's why not. First of all, he's not a great human being. You think half the guys in wrestling are great human beings? Well, guess what? His uh, his uh, his um, transgressions are well documented. Not in Japan. You think Japan? Do you, you think they give a fuck in Japan? Yeah, they do. You can't. Then not. why would they hire him? Fuck it, beats me, bro. Because they don't I, give I, a fuck, dude. I really don't know. I don't know if they're looking to push the envelope or make news or or you know he's defending it at MLW now against Bad Dude Tito. Of course he is. Like I, I just. I don't know. No, not Tito Ortiz. Tito Ortiz. <laughs> Tito Santana. Oh, oh yeah. I just don't. The match is fine, but I just, I, I don't understand it. Like, we're, I feel like New Japan's taking like six steps back. Nick Nemeth beating David Finley for the global title is awesome. Okay. Like he, was he kicking he, zombies on the way to the ring? No, there were no zombies. <laughs> he is like, it's. Did he come out to zombie by the cranberries? No, he didn't. I fucking. I wanted can't. to get your take on this, Matt. By the way, the, did he come out to something by white zombie, perhaps? No. <laughs> Rob zombie. Black the zombies. <laughs> Not white, just the. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, KJG. Go ahead. <laughs> so I wanted to get Matt's take on this, and obviously, I know what I think. The majority of New Japan fans are more pissed off about. It's obviously Matt Riddle over the Nick Nemeth win. But why did they give – was the Nick Nemeth thing something that New Japan fans are upset about as well? No. No. I, I, I don't think so. Nick Nemeth is – so he is like – he's a great – this is a great opportunity for him because it's now the Global Heavyweight Championship. So, like, he um, – I know that without spoiling anything, I know at the TNA tapings he oh, did a oh, – um, yeah, he did a video gimmick where he told them at the next pay-per-view or the 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 Impact Plus Classic, March 8th, he's he's going to defend the global title. Um I'm actually trying to learn here. Marking out says, brother, I have seen a lot of hate over Nemeth getting the title. Uh, but I, none I about not... bro getting the title, right, Marking out? <laughs> He didn't comment about that. <laughs> I uh, maybe we run in different circles, but I have not seen the amount of hate for Nick Nemeth uh, as I did the rest of the title changes. Sorry, Kev. Um, so I think he, I think Nemeth brings more of a gl- like global presence. Like he's going to defend this title at TNA. He already right. called out Tanahashi, which I think is a pretty cool fucking match in April. You know, Tanahashi and Nick Nemeth for the global title. So oh, you're okay with that match with Tanahashi? 
Yes. So didn't he say that he also wanted to be his partner for for? Yes, but Tanahashi uh, the next night. Next night. But Tanahashi okay. got hurt. Okay. So is this is this all Tanahashi's? Uh, is he totally trying to like separate his ownership of what of the company to what it was before? Is he trying to completely no he's go just away like, from? I don't know what I don't know exactly what his title as president is, but I don't know, uh, and and I'd have to dig deeper to find out what his input is with the book. But uh, it's got it. I mean, I don't know. Who, um, who um, Gato. Who, uh, okay, Gato. Gato. Yeah. Gato is the booker. I just wanted. I just wonder if like this is kind of like the Bizarro Triple H taking it away from Vince McMahon. Like everything Triple H is doing is right. <laughs> And according to New Japan fans, everything that Tanahashi's been doing, I'm not I'm speaking for all of them, but has not been ideal. Is that yeah. fair or no? No, because he's not the he's not the booker. He's okay. Just the, whatever the title, whatever his title presidents, it's it, it is probably just like a paper title. He yeah, he goes out and he like he represents New Japan and everybody knows him as Hiroshi Tanahashi. So it's like. But I think at the end of the day, it's all it's all it's all Gato that does the booking. I just, you know, and and I think um, my buddy Yusef, who listens to the Bread Club, he tweeted like, "Is this one of those like let it play out and see things?" And like, maybe I just don't know, man. I, I, what I really don't with, know. What were they doing with David Finley before this loss? Was was this loss expected or no? Was, did, no, this was a surprise. But I think. Because he just won it. He beat Mox and Osprey in the triple threat at Wrestle Kingdom. But I think they're going to line him up now. I think he wins the New Japan Cup. Okay. And now, what does that goes, get you again? That's he gets the title shot against Naito. There you go. Um, and then the second night, Naito beat Sonata. Uh, Okada had his last match, which, of course, he won. He pinned Kalman Newman. Um, there, was a nice Newman! Exchange with, there was a nice exchange with him and Naito at the end of the show. Um, I don't know if you saw that. Uh, Naito calls out Okada since this is his last match. Uh, he goes to do the pose, the LIJ pose, and Okada puts his hand up, and then Naito spits in his face. <laughs> it's awesome. And then they do a little, you know, they do a little run the rope, duck the rainmaker, Naito pose, point to the sky, and Okada just kind of walks off into the sunset. It was kind of bittersweet. Uh Weird with their relationship in new Japan, but, uh, and they cut, uh, Yuya's hair. He lost the match. He lost the, uh, hair versus hair match to Yoda Suji. Yuya Yumiura. Yeah. Yuya Yumiura. Nailed it. <laughs> he got his haircut. He got a free haircut. Compliments of Yoda Suji. <laughs> and, uh, now we're on, now we're on to the new Japan cup where you're going to get Jack jungle boy, Jack Perry. <laughs> Uh, he is now he is the he is the scapegoat. Excuse me, Jack Perry. Man, which I don't I don't entirely. I mean, I don't hate I don't, it. No, he's playing up. You know, he's a jackass. He's a fucking prick. Yep. Yeah, it's just a it's a weird time, man. It's a weird time in New Japan, but they're fucking selling out, man. That April twelfth show in Chicago is sold the fuck out. Naito, Moxley, Hiromu. Uh, Mustafa Ali's on the show. I'm sure Nick Nemeth will be there now. It's just, it's just a really fucking weird time in New Japan. A lot of influx of uh, new faces. I just like. don't know. 
I don't know what the play is. All around me are familiar. But that doesn't <laughs> doesn't doesn't that kind of excite you a little bit though, Double T? Like you don't know what's coming. You have no idea. And you as a New Japan fan, and obviously the biggest New Japan fan on the panel here, aren't you like doesn't that excite you just a little bit that you have no fucking clue? A little, but that they didn't I was excited going into the new beginning shows and then what they did. Well, the new um, beginnings, bro. Yeah, oh. I just the Matt Riddle thing really, ball. really is stuck in my craw. the The House of Torture stuff is just it's it's the same fucking thing every single match to a T. Dick to go, the Garrett. It isn't AEW the same way. <laughs> <laughs> just saying. <laughs> I don't know. No, I get it. He he's he's excited, but he's also like cautious, like cautious excitement. Like, like, he's, no, like he's, he's got that. Come on, man. He's like, I'm look, like, this is what you gave me. Like, why should I be excited about? It? I don't care if I know or not. Why should I be excited about what you just gave? It's me? it's it's a rough pill. To, like, what are, is what are we going doing with Zack Saber? You know, what are we doing with David Finley? Why are fucking Kenta and Chase Owens the tag team champions? What the fuck? What? Apparently, even with uh, Okada gone, Ishii, Tanahashi, and Okada are still this never six-man tag team champions. They, they'll name somebody else. Why not? Oh, a tournament! Oh, and uh, Tamatanga's gone. I think I just said that. Maybe not. Yep. He's done. Uh, he? Minoru yep. Suzuki is leaving New Japan. Well, they're all going to work for Tony Khan. <laughs> I thought he had the fucking book for these two shows. I really it doesn't fucking matter. Fucking hand Are you excited for uh, Tony? Let me ask you this. Oh, Let's boy. change gears. Like this. No, you do. Are you ready for Revolution this weekend? No, I don't give a fuck. But they are you added, ready? They added a match, Tony. The Meat Madness match. Oh golly, I saw Meat that. Madness. It's fucking horseshit. What it's what gonna, is what is Meat Madness? It's gonna be uh, Wardlow. Lance Archer and Powerhouse Hobbs. Oh, because they're all fucking big meaty boys, right? Yeah. Yep. Fucking in. fantastic. Sign me up. Can I get your credentials? <laughs> <laughs> so I can fucking change your password so you can't watch this shit either. <laughs> that's a that's a hard pill to swallow. That one. Um, there's things that I'm interested in. Look, oh, no, TV was. Dynamite and Collision were good again. Look, they're not perfect. I'm really enjoying the Brian Danielson, Eddie Kingston story. I am. What are they going to the fucking Shake Shack? (laughs) (laughs) Cheeseburger Eddie. Fuck yeah, dude. Uh, I'm enjoying. What kind of shake you think he likes with his cheeseburger? You think he's straight up like vanilla, or he likes? I think he's no. I think he's a butterscotch with chocolate chips. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, fancy Eddie. Why do you keep emailing me the? Am I supposed to put this in there? No, in case in case you need it. I don't know how long we we're gonna go tonight, but you should have it anyway. Oh, oh, oh! oh yeah. By the way, while you guys were discussing your disgust for New Japan, turns out somebody in Venezuela was trying to hack into my Facebook account. Thankfully, they were stopped. <laughs> Hacker. Yep they they tried to get me, but they didn't. So I had to change passwords real fast. Uh, HK, you were gonna ask a question. I don't think no, so. 
Okay. Uh, <laughs> that, doesn't, that doesn't sound like me. Uh, Blackpool Combat Club and FTR was. Oh man, yeah, fantastic. I'm in. I like it. Yep. Dash. Uh, Dax is gonna take another pin. Um, they Wild went to a time. Thing! They went to a time limit draw on Dynamite. Wild thing. I'm sick of them doing that too. Fucking all I think. Of, yeah. All all I thought of was watching Cody Rhodes and Seth Rollins in fucking Australia cutting a promo and getting these insane reactions and this dumb motherfucker waddles around like this and nobody <laughs> gives a shit about wild thing anymore nope it's got a stick in his bald fucking craw that he's in his fucking position and his boys are all on fucking top of the world I don't think it could have been you, fight. Dean. Dean Ambrose was a great fucking character and a pretty damn good wrestler. I don't know what this John Moxley guy is, but good lord, he fell off a cliff. I don't know, man. Yep. I think you're going a little too banana with this. Nah, yeah. Claudio's oh. just following his fucking lead too, man. That makes me nervous. I think Moxley is. I don't think Moxley gives a fuck, and I think Moxley is. And that's a problem. I, yep. No, no. I mean, like, I don't think he gives a fuck about not being in WWE. I feel like he likes where he is, and I feel like he's going. I said it earlier. If anyone should be challenging like Joe or be in the top spot for the title, it's Mox. Why? Right now, Mox should be back in it. He's gotten worse. No, he yep. hasn't. Continues Absolutely. to get worse. I think he's gotten go better. No. No, no, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. Nope, 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 nope. I'm with, I, look, I don't know if I'm with the KJG and the aspect that he's gotten better, but I got no qualms with Moxley. Yes. I love Moxley, Claudio. I love the Blackpool Combat Club. Moxley, to me, is a guy that you could immediately put back in the main event picture and everyone be, will be fine with it. Like, you put Pass, him against You can do the same Joe. with Jericho. What's that? <laughs> you can do the same thing with Jericho. No, you can, no, you can't with Jericho yeah, now. I mean, I'm sure you plug. could. But no, I think Mox is is awesome right now. But now having him in tag matches with FTR is that the best role? Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. But I think Mox is hitting on all cylinders. Well, look, you want to keep FTR on TV, and you are running this well, young you buck. Yeah. yeah, and you have the young bucks Sting Darby thing. You know, can't wait. For, running that story um so it's look it's it's good stuff and it's gonna get us to revolution i know um we got what's it blackpool combat club against ftr and eddie kingston on collision or dynamite hey who are the trios champs the acclaimed have they defended those belts lately Mm. oh and aren't they partners with the ring of honor six-man champs yes yep so does that make them the 12-man champs I think it might. Dude, there is are... there a six on six at Revolution? Please let there be no, a six. No, it actually on makes six. them the six man champs. Fuck yeah. No, the 12 man champs. Because there's, there's, only, there's only six no, of them. But there's six of them. The last time. Uh, bang, bang, def- chain gang, baby! They defended <laughs> the trio's titles was at uh, uh, Dynamite in January. The end of January, they beat the Mogul Embassy. I do got to back KJG up on this, though. It would be the six-man champs there, yeah. Tony. It's, you should know that. You're a, you're a mathlete. Yeah, but they're supposed... No, but the Ring it's, of Honor belts are... There's six-man tag matches because there's six men in the match, but they're trios and... No, no, no. The Ring of Honor is the six-man title, so maybe this is a nine-man tag match. Like a piece of shit jerk-off. 
AEW's got a trios title. Ring of Honor has a six-man title. Six plus three is nine. 69? 69-man titles. There you, there you go. go. Now, <laughs> now that's a party. There, Look at them credentials. Weird. You got there. I'll sign off on that. <laughs> 69 oh, men? Oh, yeah. <laughs> fucking 69 men. I got three words for that. I love cops. <laughs> Dicks. Balls. Ass. We lost. He killed KJ. Because I'm gonna stretch his ass like it's never been stretched before. I'm coming. <laughs> Wait for Sting. Wait, where's where's it for Sting? And Sting. Oh, he's coming. <laughs> oh, he's coming. <laughs> oh, I was not expecting the dick to drop. <laughs> uh, and I will. T- so we had the classic. Dynamite is not without its flaws, though. We had classic, as soon as the match is over. Oh, the afterbirth. Oh, my God. Just fucking. So Orange Cassidy beats Mike Bennett. Of course he does. And then the kingdom is beating down Orange Cassidy. And who saves the day? Muffin Top. Jake Hager. (laughs) Oh, this fucking hand job. Dun, 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 dun. Did he take out his purple hat before he made the no, save? No, he didn't have a hat. <laughs> he, they're not even halfway up the ramp. We just got word from Tony Khan oh. that on Rampage it'll be Roderick Strong and Jake Hager. Stop! Let things breathe! My God! I mean, to be fair... It doesn't matter when you announce it, because nobody's watching fucking Rampage, but still. <laughs> Let it breathe, though, man. Yep. Let still. it breathe. Do you... It really still fucking just sticks in my craw. So I think oh, yeah? Tonight. Can I play devil's advocate like I usually do here? Sure. I agree with you, first of all. First and foremost, I agree 100%. But can we just kind of, like, look at it as, like, a take-to-action kind of boss? Like, I saw this. I'm making a decision now. This is what yeah, but You can do it in the next segment. Like, you can wait five minutes. Okay. Yeah. That, that, I, you know, look, if you announce it 20 minutes later, that's fine. But it's like, these guys are still, they're not even out of the fucking ring. Like, could it? Yeah, dude didn't even make it back to Gorilla yet, and you're fucking making this call, you know? I'm bored. I'm with you. Like, let it, let it simmer. So you could, you know, like if the four of us got together and watched it, right? Before I could even turn and be like, oh man, like, can you believe that? It's already a match. It's already a match. We couldn't even have a Discord about it. We can't talk about it. Oh, we have a Discord, a- by the way. Make sure you join. Yes. Please jump in the Discord. Like, it, it just fucking irks me. It irks me like nobody. It's Irksies McGurksies. <laughs> Earlier I wrote down Izzy's clothes, Weezy snorries. <laughs> Weezy snorries. Matthew Birch, the more we talk about it, the more I realize that there's nothing like nothing in AEW that I'm interested in going into this pay-per-view. Everything just feels stale or just uninteresting at the moment with AEW. Yep. Mm. See, I feel I I am invested in this Brian Danielson, Eddie Kingston match. And maybe it's just because they keep bringing up these uh, these legends from the Japanese wrestling world. Nobody in fucking America knows who the fuck they are. People know who Jun Akayami is. Oh, no. Yeah, from fucking 20 years ago. I did it again. I fucking butchered his name. I get my own name. Jun Akayama. Even I fucking know that. I know, but I know how to say it. I know know how to say it. it. You cooking a pizza? I know how to say it. (laughs) But it's in my brain now where I can't say it right. 
Yummy, 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 yummy. But the stuff with June at the end of Collision was great. What Where about the stuff the with May- April and May? <laughs> <laughs> June. We're on a first name basis now. Well, can't, yeah, say his last, June. can't say his last name, so I'll stick to his first name. <laughs> June. Uh, Mr. A. Uh, <laughs> The stuff with with Danielson and him at the where Danielson like flips off Eddie Kingston and then Ak, uh, June doesn't like it so he fucking smacks Danielson and then Danielson fucking kicks him in the dick and they brawl like that's good shit man I thought they did a nice job Malachi Black uh, in a singles match with Brian Keith was was good they're gonna they're setting up something with Mark Briscoe and Malachi Black which should be interesting yeah I saw that you know. I, I hate the Bang Bang Scissor Gang. I fucking hate it. I, I don't entirely like the turn is 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 happening, right? So I they were feuding, and now they're this thing. I don't, I don't fucking know. Hey, so what's going on? Turn on the father again. Yeah, that, yeah. What what's going on with uh with Adam Cole, Bebe, and the fucking Bebe Gang? Well, he's hurt. Certain. He's hurt. Well, he's been hurt though. He's been hurt Wardlow. for like a year. Wardlow cut a promo on Dynamite. He's uh, he he beat the shit out of the best in the world. He be smushed MJF. He beat Joe. He should be the world champion. This is his time. Well, good for him. That was his promo. Uh, Sting cut a great promo because apparently Sting. the Jacks the Jacksons are uh, you know bringing up his kids, and Sting says you know it was pretty pretty intense Stinger promo. One of I'd say one of the best of his career. It was good. He short, sweet, right to the point. No one's ever brought his kids into the wrestling world. Now they're gonna pay. Come on. And he also acknowledges that he might not have what he used to, but he'll still get. You'll still get all that he has, and you'll be in for the fight. You'll be in for the fight of your life. Like that yep. was. That was good. Things I don't give a shit about. Ric Flair. Guess who was on Dynamite? Fucking Ric Flair. Don't give a flying fuck about Ric Flair. Ric Flair is going to get involved in this thing match. And he's he going to cost Sting the win. Yep. Yep. He showed up. He went into the Young Bucks locker room. No, because he was said he was disappointed. Melt. melt, melt, you old crusty shit. Melt. I want to fucking eat a dozen of his it. wings and fucking chug down a fucking it. Woo Energy to go with it. No, you don't. I'll order you Woo Energy. Fucking send it over. Oh yeah, get me one too. Man. Wrap wrap All that right. Casey Guitar shirt around him too. I'll wear that shit. <laughs> it's too sexy. I don't give a fuck. Look she at me. It. It's not. It's not appropriate. You have a I'm wife. Super sexy. And yes, I can't wear a t-shirt. That's with a sexy half-naked lady on it. That's supposed Shit, to be your my friend. Wife don't give a fuck. I'll take a medium. <laughs> you have a medium, KJG. <laughs> my guy Jesse. <laughs> but you got Chupacabra spot on. Okay. First try. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> Having a medium is not the worst insult in the world, by the way. <laughs> <You're right. laughs> I think it's an XL. <laughs> Tony, you saw how that shirt did not, it was not smooth, man. You don't want to wear that. Yeah. I'll wear that shit. Talking about melt old crusty. Yeah. Like <laughs> Bro, what's wrong with that shirt? I'll wear it. Yo, she shaves her armpits or is that hairy? Oh Dude. It's a shadow. Oh. <laughs> mm. Right? I mean. Yeah, it looks like hair. Stop, no, you two. <laughs> what's the matter with you? Hair. She's au natural. Is Catal French? <laughs> it's, t- it's it's the shadow, you fucking dirtbags. Come on. Have some respect. The shadow. Bad enough she shit-talked her friend Nick Gage, Tony. Jesus. Yeah. 
What? You guys mentioned his teeth. He doesn't have any teeth. <laughs> oh, sorry, he's got a nub where where uh, a fucking cap used to be. Did <laughs> Matt just shit his pants? Hey, that's a country song. <laughs> I have a nub where her cap used to be, or whatever the fuck you say. Well, we're picking Revolution on this weekend, so. Oh, great, wonderful. Sunday night, pay-per-view, baby. Fuck that Sunday night oh, bullshit, picking 28 matches. Oh, is it uh, fucking seven hours long? Yeah. probably be How many matches? Longer. 25? 26? Let's see. Let me see. Let me see. They, let me I see. bet you Hold they only on. have like five right now, and then after we Wednesday, got, there's going to be 400. Uh, ba, 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 ba. And an elimination chamber wouldn't have been that long if they weren't shilling the tourism of Earth, Australia, every after every match, too. By oh, the by the way, KJG, I meant to tell you. So oh, what's up? Talk when me, I woke baby. up Saturday morning, I right. caught the very end of the men's chamber going into the Ripley-Naya match. And if you don't have Peacock Premium, you get the commercials. But if you have the premium, you do get the backstage, like the package about the match and the lead up to it and all that stuff. So that's right. how they kind of squeeze you. So if you don't get commercials, you get the good stuff. But if you don't, if you get the, the ghetto brand like I have, you get the commercials instead. Gotcha. I thought you were going to say. Yeah, I mean, I I've never had a nosebleed while I was taking a shit. <laughs> well, I mean, that's a true statement. I thought you were going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right now we got Sting's retirement match Sting and Dobby against the Bucks Joe, Page, Swerve Three-way dance for the AEW title I thought Page was hurt Did I read somewhere he was hurt? It was a work Meltzer's an idiot Tell a friend oh, Fuck that Whatever. Keep going That's it? That's all we got so far? You know, poor people don't like AEW uh, <laughs> The international championship Neither do people with money, sir Pockets against Roger. It doesn't Strong. matter how much. Oh, pockets. Uh, Tony Storm, Deanna Perazu, uh Continental oh. Crown Championship, Eddie Kingston against Brian Danielson, Christian Cage, Daniel Garcia, the Meat Madness match, and Osprey versus Takeshita. Will Osprey. I don't uh, hate it. No, I don't hate it either. It should be a great show. Uh, they're saying that Forbidden Door is going to be in Arthur Ashe this year. New York City, so. Like 3,000 tickets. <laughs> but, like, Matt, what if, like, all the, like, the... Is it really a forbidden door? Uh, forbidden door? Forbidden whore. Forbidden whore! It's a forbidden whore. <laughs> oh, you, you. How forbidden can it be when all New Japan's top guys are actually working for AEW? And then, well, don't forget now the CMLL. Who can't oh, work with the AAA guys because reasons. What the fuck are they doing over there? I don't know. They had somebody debut on a taping for Rampage. They taped Rampage the other night. Uh, <laughs> can, we, can we just talk about the Bear Boulder spot? And who is Ru Ru <laughs> Rugido debut? Rugido is a shell. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, do you want to? You can talk about the Bear Bronson spot yeah, if you want. What, like what? What possessed him to take that? But like, it's not even like he shit can through the ropes. Like he threw himself backward over the top. Like, I don't have an answer for you. Yeah, it's, it was horseshit. It yeah, was really funny. Was. Who cares? Like, it was horseshit. <laughs> I'm not just saying it because like he's our guy, but like it was like was 
was the match stupid? Like, were they doing silly shit throughout the match where that would have been expected? Or was this just uh, a moment in time? I mean, See, nobody knows because nobody watches this dog shit. That's why. So, no, here, here's what I can gather. Boulder's not a dummy, dummy enough to, like, do something like that without it being, like, cleared by somebody or, or told to him by somebody. Like, he's not going to risk doing something like that. Like, do you remember, like, years ago when, like, Damian Gibbs was, like, an extra, like, a security guard? And, like, I think, like, Brock, like, hit him on the head and then he just literally dove over the top rope? You got, like, it, that's not... Do you remember that, Tony? I don't yeah, remember I that. Do. I remember J. George squaring up with Brock Lesnar, though. <laughs> it may have been Brock. That son of a that bitch put his fists up and took a step at him. I said, look at this fuck. Yeah, but Boulder ain't that dumb. Uh, he's a contracted talent, but he knows his job is, like, whatever. It's. It, I think it was just a funny, like, rib type deal. Uh, you kind of saved that for maybe, like, how show? Not, not on TV. Like it's you embarrassing. It. It's embarrassing to watch. Just be like, I watch pro wrestling, and then you have to, you show somebody that. Like, it, it's not even like the force of the bump takes him out of the. Like, he literally has to get up and jump over the top rope. Yep. Maybe it was a brain fart. Who knows? Like, it could be like, like we don't know. It could be. It could be a rib. It could be someone I, said, "Hey, do this." Kevin, it's okay for you fun. to say like you don't like something somebody you know did. It's fucking <laughs> bad. No, if he enjoyed it though, he enjoyed it. You know, it is what it is. I'm just trying to just. I'm. I'm just trying to like justify it. I'm not. You can't look- justify that. He's not saying it's a good answer. He's saying no. this is probably what happened. This is probably what happened. Yes, as a yeah. fan, yes, it looks ridiculous. Not. No one's denying that. But still, I got a chuckle out of it when I was like, "Look at this big dummy." It's fucking awesome. <laughs> so fucking <laughs> stupid. It was. It was stupid, but it was. It was funny. It's like, come on. Yeah. I mean, I'm not taking nope. it too seriously at all. Because it happens. How many times we see like bad bumps that happen like in actuality? So like to see it like like we see bad bumps and bad like stupid overselling for stuff like Shawn Michaels Hulk Hogan. That was like like that's awful, terrible optics. But there's obviously a, like a reason behind everything. Like there's there's a reason behind this. I don't I know what it is. Shawn big... Michaels was being a fucking dick. Yeah, he oh, was I being loved a dick. It. I loved I loved that match and I loved him selling like it was early nineties heel Michaels. I thought I thought that was fantastic. This boulder bump was miserable. Maybe it was an homage. <laughs> miserable. <laughs> he says it's such straight face too. It was an homage. <laughs> God damn. You know I'm joking, right? Like you know I'm totally <laughs> We're Dunzo Magunzo. Fucking A, dude. <laughs> No TNA? No. Well, No Surrender was a great show. There was a couple things of note that happened on there. We Mustafa Ali won his first. Hey, hey, uh, Mustafa. Oh, sorry. Mustafa Ali won his first singles title in his wrestling career when he defeated. Uh, Saban. Hi, Nelly. Saban. Chris Saban. Hi, Chris Nelly. Saban. Hi, Nelly. What are you doing? Nelly, you a doing? long-awaited uh, yeah, debut. Long overdue. Here, um, EY is your new number one contender. Moose beat um, Alex Shelley. Alex Shelley to retain the title in a no rules match, where uh, I believe Kushida uh, had to throw in the towel after a couple of spears with the chain wrapped around his shoulder. Yeah, he, uh, Moose threatened to do it a third time. Kushida was like, oh, "I got to throw in the towel." Then Moose did it anyway. Good hey, <laughs> I was uh, I was 
very surprised with the Jordan Grace Giselle. Giselle. Giselle Shaw. Chupacabra. Chupacabra. Giselle. Jesus. Fuck. Giselle Shaw. Rudy Michelle's friend. Michelle Saw. Michelle Saw. Jesus Christ. I can't even talk. I was imp- I was I did not uh I wasn't expecting that. It was a great match. Yeah. My favorite match of the show was probably the uh the tag title match. Grizzled Young Vets versus uh ABC, uh, ABC dude. ABC. Yeah. Like, Look, man. You get a doomsday device on the outside of the ring. From the inside to the outside. Like that just bonkers. So that was my favorite match of the show. It's like fucking TNA can never get out of their way, though. The Scott, the more drama. Like, pe- more people should be watching this shit. Like, this is good shit. Very good shit. Yeah. This and, is uh, great. Maybe talk about like, the backstage meetings went well. Can, can I ask you this, though? Like, you, you guys are saying, like, this is a great event. I, I didn't catch it. It was a great event, and everybody was so, like, obviously sad that Demore is gone and what's going to happen now, and they put out a great event. Because the core of the creative is still in place. All the creative team is still there. So mm-hmm. they, Tommy Dreamer, Gail Kim, Chris Sabin, mm-hmm. uh, uh, I think Diener's worked as a producer for this event or for the tapings. I mean, the team is still there. It's mm-hmm. just the head of the team is, is gone. So, so they also, obviously- they're also professionals. They're not going to go out there and lay a fucking egg. Yeah. Actually, so, after that letter, there was a. I'm not going to say they're going to lay an egg, but there was a chance that maybe they wouldn't be motivated enough to put on a tremendous show. But they did a admirable, great job. It was an amazing show. T-Donk. Is Scott Demore like that guy from Office Space who had real, really no purpose at Inatech, so they fired him, <laughs> and then he tried to kill himself, and he created the jump to conclusions, Matt? I don't think right? so, but I, I like the joke. It's like, what do you do? Like, I bring this to him. I'm very important. He he might be the guy with the stapler, in all honestly. <laughs> oh, he'll fucking burn the building down. I believe you got my stapler. <laughs> I did. I didn't get any cake. Yeah, I didn't get I didn't, Everyone else got cake. I didn't get it. I went in a margarita with no salt. No salt. <laughs> uh, I thought it was a good show. It's worth checking out. These, these monthly... Uh, whatever they show them, special shows are are great. Yeah, the ones that you don't have to fork over the uh, the big buck for are pretty damn good. Yeah, <clears throat> they fuck you, you know. on the ones you actually pay for. <laughs> no, that's right. Those no, yeah, those are <laughs> no. Hard to Kill was a fucking great show. Hard to Kill was fantastic. Hey, before joke, we bro. before we wrap up, um, I don't know if you guys saw this. So Paul Roma came out. Oh really? And oh. he said that. So I come uh, for him. Kind of makes sense. Yeah. That, that he says uh, male wrestlers were propositioned in the WWE. And then uh, Gene Kanitsky's kid came out today. Gene Kanitsky Jr.? No, Nick Kanitsky. Oh, Nick. I know him. Uh, said, uh, you know, Terry Garvin was uh, was uh, propositioning him for oral treats um, while he was there. Uh, and I don't, I don't think the problem is that... Uh, that was happening. Terry Garvin was propositioning Nick Kaninsky. That's fine. But the problem is Nick Kaninsky went to Vince and told him it was happening. And Vince said he would take care of it. And then they just stopped booking Nick Kaninsky. Um, How old was Nick Kaninsky? Uh, it was in the, the 80s. Time. Let's see. 
Wait, was he and, like and a ring Jerry boy? Garvin is, is not, no, Jerry wrestler. Garvin is not a, a, a Ronnie and Jimmy Jam. No, Terry Garvin. Terry, okay. Terry. No relation. No, no relation whatsoever. Well, I mean, Gorilla Monsoon and a lot of the commentators used to make jokes about the Terry Garvin School of Self-Defense. So they all knew that he was hitting on everybody. Yes. Yes, but the, the you know, things are, it's just not. But was the kid a minor? No, he was a fucking adult, dude. He was a pro so wrestler. who gives a shit? He was, some dude hit on him. Who cares? The problem was that he went to the boss and said, hey, this guy's making me uncomfortable. And he said he'll take care of it. And then it kept And he happening. took care of it. He fucking didn't book him anymore. <laughs> yeah, and also. Sounds like problem solved to me. <laughs> Dude, you guys are fucking retarded. No, I'm, his line was funny. I don't agree at all with it. But it was it was pretty funny. But Terry, funny. you good? Dude, you can't. I don't care. You can't shoot your shot in the workplace. You can't. Like, that was the eighties, though. You definitely go to the HR if you shoot your you, shot. If someone work. tries to shoot your, that's a, that's almost a fireable offense, if not at least a reprimand. So, like, the, he should have. The bigger problem was that because he wouldn't do it, he stopped getting booked. Oh, yeah. Obviously, yes. He wait, wait, told wait, wait, the wait, boss. Wait, 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 This Kanitsky kid, any good? <laughs> He's a handsome fella. Did he get booked anywhere either. else? That's 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 like you could you. Yes, you can draw the conclusion like here. This, here is I, the exact. Here is his quote. I talked to Vince McMahon. I said, this isn't right, Vince. I complained, and now you guys are punishing me. I'll finish my bookings, but I'm not putting any guys over. Put me in the ring, and we'll see what happens. Vince knows I can take care of myself. So he said, no. I said, I'm done. I said, I'll finish my matches. And then Vince said, nope, you're done now. Thank you very much. All because he wouldn't. He didn't want to do the job. Right. He didn't want this dude to How suck his dick. He just so said, I'm not doing any jobs. Right. Like you could, there's there's two ways you can make are out of your fucking no, no, no. balls. There's two ways to make connections here. There's two ways, right? Yes. Two ways. They went in and he, and he said, "Yo, I'm being propositioned. Whatever, I'll take care of it." The other one is he went in and said, "I'm not doing the job. You're not going to get booked." Okay. I mean, this is what Kanitsky said. He would come up to me and hit on me. I won't say what he said, but you'll understand the meaning behind it. He says, hey, Nick, let me perform oral sex on you. You can read a Playboy, and you'll have it made for life. And, you know, he's my boss. He controls my boss. This is my livelihood. What, what I want to do, I kind of joked with him. I said, hey, Terry, you know, I'm not that way, but if I ever change, you'll be the first. I'll let you be the first. Oh, we just kind of laughed it Terry. off. Stop. We just kind of laughed it off. But he always kind of kept coming up and joking. And one time he came to my hotel room late at night and I told him to leave, knocked on the door. So I put me in a very awkward position, you know. I remember where I was. I was in Milwaukee, Oregon. We wrestled in Portland. I called Vince and said, hey, Vince, I don't think this is right. Terry's hitting on me. I don't appreciate that. And I would like to stop. Vince said, OK, I'll deal with it. And that was it. Nothing changed. Garvin would still say, hey, have you thought about your proposition as he walks by in the dressing room? He was fucking harassing this dude. Yeah, he absolutely was. So yeah. because he wouldn't let this dude suck his dick, Terry Garvin took him off the road. What I took out of that is that there's a Milwaukee in Oregon. I also heard that too. Uh, yeah. I heard Milwaukee and all I was thinking was Ja Ja Ja. <laughs> no, no, there very well could be a Milwaukee, Oregon for all I know. God damn it. Yeah. No, it's, it's fucking disgusting, man. Milwaukee, like, city in Oregon. 
There you go. I wasn't doubting you. I was just the city in Clackamas County, Oregon. It's a very small portion of the city. Clackamas, right? Oh yeah. Fucking shipbirds. That's why we're the carbon capital of the world. Fuck yeah, so dude. this Nick Kaninsky comes out. He says this. Paul Roma says essentially the same thing. Oh my God! This started with Paul Roma. We wound up on twenty minutes with Nick Kaninsky. <laughs> Your time is. Fuck. Sorry. So what, what happened look, to Paul man. Roma? Did he let Terry Garvin suck him off? <laughs> no, he went to WCW. He was in pretty wonderful. Oh, Roma mentioned he knows of wrestlers who left the company due to being asked for sexual favors. It wasn't so much Vince as it was the people that he had surrounding him. You're talking about an industry where you have young, good-looking men, well-built men in the ring, half naked, three-quarters naked, actually. So, yeah, I mean, it left the door open. Oh, yeah. Mel Phillips, Terry Garvin, Pat Patterson. Well, I thought Mel Phillips was the one that was, like, touching on the ring boys. And Pat Patterson, yeah. I heard that was all, like, debunked, that Pat wasn't involved in any of that stuff. Debunked by who? Uh, what happened with the, Jim Powers? The Artful Dodger and all them? What happened with Jim Powers? What do you mean? Didn't didn't he accuse, didn't he leave because he was getting propositioned? In the Roma interview? My former partner, one of my former partners when I was a part of Young Stallions, he was propositions. He said he went to one of the agents and told them what had happened. And I said, why would you do that? You just ratted on both of us. So he kind of threw us under the bus when we were just starting out. <laughs> oh, boy. When asked to clarify if it was executives within the company, Roma said, uh, let's leave it this way. That's all it could be. If somebody is going to give you money, then it has to be that. There is nobody else. It's not going to be one of the other boys that you're wrestling with. They're not going to offer you money. Even my former partner, same thing. They offered him money, drugs. Just lay on your back. You don't have to do a thing. And he came running right to me when I came in the TV, and he said, Dude, what are you going to do? And he said, Oh, I've already spoken to Arnold. And I said, Well, why don't you do that? Oh, wait. Well, why did you do that? You just killed our team. What do you think he's going to do? Ooh. Disgust and disgusting. It's no I good. would think. I would think like if you're put in that position, you just have to beat the shit out of the guy. I mean, if you're gonna you go beat down, the you shit out well, of your boss. Well, then you, if you're gonna go down anyway, huh? You might as well fucking just go down swinging. Yeah, right? Then you. I mean, look yeah, what happened. I agree, but then like you're opening up a whole other can of worms of legalities and like, do you really want to like get arrested for stuff that like? Yeah, and then I you get put on the stand. Why'd you beat him up? He told me to lay down. He was going to pay me money to suck my dick. Yeah. And then he goes on the stand and says, no, I didn't. So oh, I beat you up uh, for no reason? Yeah, but there's a lot. There's, you know, it seems well, yeah. like every, every week there's another story of somebody yep. who's like, yep, that's why I didn't get a job. I believe them all, to be honest with you. Which kind of makes now sense. Makes, the young Stallions yeah. didn't get a push, huh? Well, you know. But then Power and Glory happened. Paul Roma weathered the storm. Yeah, and we talked Probably about it. back they, for a couple. The WrestleMania match lasted 59 <laughs> seconds. The fucking worst. All American boys. All... Wait, that's a different team. Never mind. Yeah, no. That's the Rougeos. And you did American men. You combined American yeah, doing it. And, yeah. and the Rougeo brothers. <laughs> Slam your grandma. Uh, Dark Side of the Ring is coming in a couple weeks, and I think the first episode is John Tenta, so we're going to have uh, some Dark Side of the Ring to talk about in the, in the, on this road to WrestleMania. Ooh. 
I had cool. an idea, but I'll, I'll wait for after after post. So, <laughs> what? Dude, what the fuck? <laughs> I had Rasta pasta for dinner. Rasta pasta? <laughs> yes. Rasta man. <laughs> I'm an island boy. I'm an island boy. <laughs> this is the captain. That's so much. gravy. <laughs> I had have chatted. <laughs> is, oh, there, uh, is there anything else you guys want to talk about before we... No, uh... I want to go home. I'm clicking I'm clicking the pen. <laughs> <laughs> the, the old knob gobbler. <laughs> Terry Garvin. Yikes. 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 <laughs> well, it looks like we're, we're Dunzo Magunzo. <laughs> <sighs> I didn't get to play this one. Hold on. Oh, oh here boy. it is. I get triggered sometimes. <laughs> I would call your doctor as soon as possible. <laughs> See, I killed John Cena every once in a while. Oh, John Cena? Boobies. Oh, Yo, homeboy! Welcome to the hood, brother! <laughs> <laughs> Alright, I'm fucking, I'm adding this to the stage. We are the Shining Wizards. We're on social media at Wizards Podcast. Check out the Patreon. We just recorded a Patreon with main event Mike Peterson this weekend. Oh, yeah. That'll be coming up. We covered WrestleMania 7. That'll be in the queue. That'll be available for you. Sign up. Tres Dolores. Is that right? Tres Pesos? <laughs> Something like that. Uh, I think Get Trace bonuses. Pesos. Trace Pesos. Trace Pesos. Well, I mean, we were talking about Tito. We were talking about Microman. You know, I figured it fits. Right? Tie it all together. You uh, cock it off. You <laughs> What did he say? <laughs> you cock it off. You uh, cock it off. What does that mean? Uh, you cock it off. You cock it off. Eat a shit. Yeah, there you go. Where's the kapow? Can we get a kapow? Kapow! <laughs> Already set up, dickhead. <laughs> it was so bad that my balls were black. Ooh. Ooh. And my dick. Oh, yeah. Dropping a grumper. Yep. Fuck yeah. All right, I'm pressing the button. I think you would wear the Bruno San Martino P shirt. <laughs> what a package. Are you pressing the button? I am. Here we go. This has been a production of the Shining Wizards Network. Your executive producers are Manny Kratzo and main event Mike Peterson. Our producers are Danny Russoniello, Kate Hensler, Matt Garifo, Hi Five, Tom, Ryan Schlong, Brendan Haney, Al Day, Kathy Hummer, William Mercier Jr., Michael Hammond, David Henry Bauer III, and Keith Parker. For everything Shining Wizards, visit ShiningWizards.com. And don't forget to listen to all the great shows of the Shining Wizards Network. Good!